Hello and welcome back to the Goth and Nerd Music Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nick Casino. And I am your host, Chelsea Andrews. How are you, Chelsea? Uh, <laughs> it's been... He asks knowing the answer. Yeah, it's been a day. Well, I mean, I guess last week I didn't ask you how you were. and I just jumped right into it. So You did. It's fine, you know. <laughs> I thought we had a rapport, but uh, apparently not. <laughs> no, I'm just not used to leading. <laughs> but yeah, I am. I am mostly okay. I just I was 45 to it. No, I was an hour late getting over here today. Almost an hour and a half. Yes. Yeah. I'm not counting. I just looked. <laughs> nor do it. Nor does it really matter. <laughs> I lost my key. Like I like left my like main set of like main set of car keys with my house key and everything on it at a burn work weekend several months ago. And I've been using my spare key ever since. Cause I keep forgetting to get my real keys off of a friend. And then who today, lives in another state. Yeah. Who lives in another state. <laughs> um, and so I was going like getting ready to leave and I couldn't find my key. And I spent like an hour and a half frantically searching for my car key and it ended up being right outside my door of my car on the street since saturday we record on wednesdays everybody (laughs) yeah i am so happy and thankful that no one stole my car because yeah i mean it would have been easy it would have been, and I wouldn't have known until today. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the drawbacks of working from home, I suppose, is that you don't see your car often, and then you're like, oh, what the fuck happened? I I had a low-key thing that this morning, because um, I don't know what the fuck is up with my alarms, but they don't really want to work like they, they, they're supposed to. So, like, I was trying to leave the house at 8.30, and I woke up at 8.30, Oh, no. Yeah, to get to North Shore, which is like, it's not like insurmountable. But so like I was frantically like I looked at it and I'm like, fuck. And then on top of that, 830 is the time that Juliana gets ready. And then on top of that, we have a friend staying with us. So the house is packed. So I'm frantically trying to go to the bathroom and like do all the stuff. And then like I actually have to like dress quote unquote nice. Like I have to put on like a pull, uh, button up shirt and like uh, a tie if I go for a deposition. So I'm like frantically looking around. Couldn't find my uh, my my green tie that I already have tied because I don't know how to tie ties. I'm just going to let you know right now. Don't know how to tie ties. I tie them and then I keep them in the loop. Um, I do not blame you. I yeah. also do not know how to tie a tie. But uh Whenever I was driving to work, I noticed that like um, one of my chargers was out because I have like a charger like in my front uh, right next to my wheel. And I was like, oh, someone stole that. And in my frantic mind, I was like, oh, someone broke into my car. And like, why did they only take that? It was like a piece of shit. And then driving home like, no, you didn't, Nick. You moved it. You moved it weeks ago. You just didn't know what the fuck. you. (laughs) (laughs) It was you. It was you that stole it. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, it was me. I because it stopped working, and you, you set it off to the side. That that's what you did. I did find my green tie. It was underneath another hoodie. So uh, I I can understand how you feel a little. And like not not as big, like if I never find that tie again, unfortunate. If you never found your keys again, big problem. 
Yeah. And like, I have, I have to go, I work from home predominantly, but I do have to be in the office, uh, one day a week and I have to, that one day is tomorrow. <laughs> and then I'm having a Halloween, a post Halloween party on Saturday that I also need my car for. So I would have been, I would have been so fucked. And then I would have had to pay. I mean, I could have gotten my, my, my real, my first set of keys from my friend, but then I would have had to pay what, like a ridiculous amount of money to get a spare key made. It depends on who you use. FedEx, yes. Post office, eh. But then you'd also have to make sure that whenever he sends them back to you, that he wraps them in something because anything that jingles immediately gets like thrown out. In like the mail, like anything that jingles, they're just like suspect and just it doesn't, it won't send. So, okay, well, I will make sure that I tell him that. Yeah, <clears throat> to tape them up so they yeah. don't jingle. Yeah, I found that out years and years ago. But yeah, they're immediately suspect if anything jingles. So, fun fact, in case you were ever wondering. Because like, because dumbasses like me don't lose their keys. All the time and key. I, I imagine that keys need to be mailed. Yeah. So. But nowadays, like most keys are like the, the flippy kind that you have to go to the dealership to get like spares made because it's slowly becoming a monopoly. I'm the son of an independent mechanic, so I know all about this shit. I hear it all the time, especially since uh, regularly speaking, I am the only person in this house who does not earn a paycheck from his father. <laughs> everyone else works for my dad in this house so <laughs> but uh so now that you found your keys what are we listening to this week chelsea we are listening to new demons by icy stars and i'm actually really excited for this today because i i was listening to it earlier well i haven't listened to it for a long time uh and I was listening to like the first couple of songs earlier, like just to get prepared. And I was like, wow, this is so good. This fucking album slaps. This is such a good album. And then I actually stopped listening to it just so I could be surprised again on the air about mm. how great this album is. So <laughs> you're ready. <laughs> yeah, I am ready. But uh, so we call this, I know Nick and I call this trans metal, but according to Wikipedia, it is electronic core. Transmetal sounds better. Yeah, it does. So we're, from here on, it is metalcore, but it is also electronic. But transmetal sounds way better than electronicore because that's that sounds like some something that like someone was like really proud of themselves for coming up with. Yeah, I would rather them just say electronic metalcore than trying to like add core at the end of everything. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we do. Like, yeah, you know, cottage core and goblin core and. And that's not even music genres. That always throws me off whenever it's not a music genre and they're just like core at the end. And I'm just like, well, there's no hardcore or anything heavy about this. That's what threw me off about cottage core. Like I was excited when I first heard about it. And then I'm like, oh, it's like slightly disappointing. <laughs> it's not, it's not, a, it's not music. It's just an aesthetic. Yeah. It's just an aesthetic. <laughs> Those TikTok kids. The TikTok kids with their, with their cottage core and their. I don't know anything else about TikTok. I just I, I I watch TikTok, but like I have like a very small subset of things that I see, and I'm I don't know the greater TikTok culture. Same, I only watch <laughs> I only watch certain TikToks, which I also ended up doing that again today. 
So you're watching Chris Messages for TikTok? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Which I need to be careful. Oh, no, I'm not even going to say that on air because then everyone's going to know my oh. terrifying secret. What scares me the most. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right, so, right, 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 right. Sorry. Don't mean to be cryptic. I just am talking out my ass and said something that I don't want it's to a, get into. It's an easily exploited fear. So I understand why she yeah. does not want to uh, bring it up. So. <clears throat> Yeah, although, I mean, I wouldn't have, like, any randos in my DMs because I, ma- I made my Instagram private, like, a couple weeks ago just because some weird stuff has been happening lately. So I made my Instagram private. Like, I found out that someone was using my pictures on a dating website under the name Allie, which is not a name that I would use at all a really bad association with that name. But then when that was like whatever, I was just kind of like get 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 it get it girl, whatever. Um and so and but then like 2 weeks ago, I got a letter from an inmate, like a prisoner in prison hmm. with my name and address. Uh. To, like to me and like they knew where I lived and said they were moving to Pittsburgh and I was just like that's terrifying and I actually forgot about it until um I found the letter while I was cleaning my room and I was just like I need to figure out what to do about that yeah that's a oh boy (laughs) yeah and Courtney was just like you should probably make your Instagram private for a little while and I was like yeah you're right I'm gonna make my Instagram private for a little while the differences between men and women on the internet. <laughs> I would never have to worry about that. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just like to know what was going through this guy's head where he was just like, maybe, maybe the, the, I will find this woman's information and send her a letter and that won't make her feel uncomfortable in any way whatsoever. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he did apologize in the letter for making me feel uncomfortable. So he knew it going in. <laughs> yeah, he knew it going in. And I it sounded to me like he got my information from someone because he was like, I've heard that you're this, this, and this. And I'm just like, I don't know anyone in prison that I know of. Apparently you do, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I just I just kind of like I was I, I it was like late when I came home and I was like going through my mail and I was just like, What? And then I then I had panic and then I had disassociation and just called it a day from there but i didn't make my instagram private so even if i did say what i am afraid of on the internet no randos will send them to me but i don't better safe than sorry yeah i don't trust some of you on my friends list (laughs) i love most of you but (laughs) all right fair so, so new demons. Yes, new demons. This is a weird beginning to an episode. I know. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> I know Halloween's over, but <laughs> this is coming on like December, Chelsea. <laughs> Maybe January. It's all every day is Halloween. We've been to my house. I know. <laughs> I know you as a person. I'm just saying people are gonna be very thrown off. <laughs> So, so demons are popular during Halloween. So let's talk about new demons. Uh, so it's the fourth studio album uh, from Icy Stars, and it was released on October twenty second, twenty thirteen, on Sumerian Records. And it was pushed back a bunch 
Um, and it's this is from Wikipedia. I'm summarizing, and it was their last album with Zach Johnson, who does their harsh vocals. Okay. And I I did remember that before I um, like looked up look this up, um, because. Um, I liked the album that they made after this one. I think it was Treehouse. Treehouse yeah. yeah, I liked it, but it was not trans metal. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's why I loved I See Stars so much is because I love trans metal. But, you know, that's that's just kind of what happened to all those trans metal bands. They put out like one or two really banging trans metal albums and then nothing. I'm pretty sure the band Dead by April is still doing trans metal. I'm going to have to look into them because I love trance metal. Beautiful Nightmare is a really good song. And I believe that's also the name of the album, too. But, yeah, very good song. You would like it. <clears throat> I have to, have to look that up. Because, yeah, I love trance metal. And, I mean, I can only listen to, like, New Demons, D- Digital Renegade by I See Stars and, like, what is it? Stepped up and shout, scream. Yeah. By ladder. Asking Alexandria. Did you ever listen to Abandon All Ships? No. Grieving is a very good album. That is a very heavy. Because like the the guy who does their uh, their cleans, they put his uh, uh, they auto tune his vocals, so it really like adds to the aesthetic. But I I I I would recommend Grieving. I'll have to check that one out, too. You're going to have to text me because, you know, I'm going to forget. <laughs> I know you as a person. It's yes. okay. <laughs> uh, and I remember I remember being sad when they kicked Zach out of the band because I really like his harsh vocals. Um, I love Devin. Devin is the Devin Oliver is the the one that does the clean vocals in Icy Stars. And I love his clean vocals. Um, but I do understand how it can be grating on some people. Yeah. Cause he has a very, very high pitched voice. Yeah. That was actually last week. Whenever uh, you announced that we're doing, you're doing, we're doing this album. Uh, it's like, Jules, you're not going to like this album. She's like, why? I'm like, it's icy star. She's like, I don't remember. And then I played new demons for her and the cleans kicked in. She was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was, I was really into this band. Um, I showed them to my friend Jay and they absolutely hated, hated it. Like this is bullshit. I hate. I hate this. And then, they, then they got like really into Ice Nine Kills, and I was just like, if "You like? If you like Ice Nine Kills, why don't you like Icy Stars?" And she was just like, <laughs> "I don't." Know. They were just like, "I don't even know if I should say this." I'm actually not going to say what they said at you, the time. You you need to tell me off mic now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> you, can, you can leave the the uh the the listeners in suspense not me yeah that's fair <laughs> co-host privilege, co-host privilege. <clears throat> i'm okay with that but um yeah they were just like uh that that guy in the band's clean sound nothing like spencer and i was like okay that's that's fair spencer does have a much deeper voice but i thought that they just didn't like metalcore mm-hmm. and that wasn't the case because that's kind of what they were alluding to, that they didn't like metalcore. Uh, okay, core. I was going to say, Ice Nine Kills is metalcore shadow tunes, so. Metalcore, I love, I love that. Every time I listen to it, I'm like, it's so right. Like, I can't <laughs> say it isn't. I'm just like, no, it's definitely metalcore show tunes. It's it's perfectly, it perfectly sums up Ice Nine Kills. 
And this is this is said with love. We both love Ice Nine Kills. Yes. So right. so we're gonna start off with the first. <laughs> the first track is just an intro track. So of course I usually skip it. But um, so I'm I'm just gonna like it's it's a really short intro. So I'm just gonna let it play. Oh wait! Uh, the, uh, as always, we're using music as a critical analysis. Uh, this falls under fair use. Go. I just like really want to jump the gun lately. You really? You were just like, I, I want to get these episodes over with. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy doing them, and I like just getting good. overly excited. Yes. Okay. Well, and when I when I'm leading, I'm nervous. So you do a great job. It's fine. Thank you. I was like, okay. Always finding the balance of making sure like it's low enough that like no one can be like you're stealing music and also so we can still fucking hear it. That was a problem last week with uh Kazaya in the opening track. I will say this opening track really does sum up what uh like this album's about pretty well. Yeah. I, I do like I do like this intro. It it is one of the few like intro tracks that I'll I won't skip all the time because it does lead into um the next song like really well. Ten thousand feet. Yes. Right? Yeah. We're on the second track, everyone. Get yeah. order. Yeah. <laughs> it started now. I always really, really like the way their voices sounded like together. I think they were very complimentary, which was another reason why I was sad when... They kicked Zach out of the band. So why did they kick him out of the band? I don't remember exactly, but I just think that they were going in like a different direction with like the music. Because I think they wanted to get away from like the screaming, if I recall. So they wanted to make their music more boring. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I think, I, I mean, I think uh, this is just a theory. I, I don't know. And I, I don't remember like any of the interviews or anything, but I think after this, them as like a band were like basically just kind of like tired of it because they kicked Zach out and they kicked, they kicked another guitarist out, I think too. Um, after this album dropped and then they released Treehouse, which was still really good album, but just much different than this It was much more mellow. And then after that, Devin went solo. He's doing something called like shy beast now. Yeah. I haven't listened to any of it.
It was kind of a bleh. Bleh. <laughs> <clears throat> I would count that as a bleh. Yeah. I mean, it's not like bleh TM, but... Because <laughs> I feel like that's Chris Rosenlis' thing, but yeah. There are some other bands that do the bleh. He just does it the best. So I said TM. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other bands will do it, but I'm always going to associate it with Motionless and White. So who really won? Chris Motionless. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, it was rhetorical, but yes. <laughs> it wouldn't be our podcast if I didn't say his name at least once on the <laughs> It's true. That probably should be part of the drinking game. (laughs) I want to make it finish your drink, but then we'd kill people. (laughs) Yeah, that happens too much. (laughs) Maybe by next season, I'll be over my hyper, my emotionless and white hyper fixation. We'll keep everyone updated. (laughs) I mean, that's still far off, even like recording wise. So a lot can happen, but I'm sure there'll be another hyperfixation these are very repetitive lyrics I don't say that disparagingly I just realized that I I I have no idea where we are in the song and I can't find out where we're at (laughs) it's almost over I I know that because I've listened this is one of those albums that like once you get to Murder Mitten, I start falling off. But like everything before that, I've listened to quite a bit. The Murder Mitten—that's a funny name. Every time I hear that, like the name of that, I think of like Murder Mittens, <laughs> like big cats. Oh, uh, yeah, it probably is what it is, isn't it? I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> I, I actually—I'm not sure. I know that song was written about their mom, Devin and Andrew's mom, mm-hmm. um, who was an alcoholic. I just read that today. Oh, okay, that's how I know. But we're not there yet. No, we are. We're only on the first track proper, first yeah. song, I guess. Yeah. And this one, this one is good. It's not—it's not my favorite by any means, but. I like the, I like the electronic parts and like this the, is very sonic. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I realized I completely talked over you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I didn't really have that much of a point to make because yeah, this this song is just it's okay. It's very it's it's probably one of the more mellow songs on this album if I can. If I remember correctly, I only I basically listened up to Murder Mitten and then I was just like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to stop now. Fair. <clears throat> I mean, a lot of bands of this era ran into the same problem where like the end of the album was always like not as good. Oh, see, I really like the end of this album. Um well, like I said, I stopped listening. So maybe it's good. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. It's it, at least there's at least a couple on here that are are really 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 good after Murder Mitten. I can see at least three that I know that I love after that. So yeah, that was uh, the song Ten Thousand Feet. It's pretty good. It's not a highlight. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> such a back, your tone was just so backhanded compliment. I, I, I it's didn't pretty good. I didn't mean for it to be a backhand. I do like that song. I was when I was listening to it earlier today. I was just like, "Yeah, this is good." But yeah, it's just it's 
it's a little slow, I guess. And I'm since I'm still so hyped up on adrenaline and cortisol, I'm just like, give me the roars. <laughs> yeah, I meant to say this might be Sascast, everybody. Just add- <laughs> motion to motion to change podcast into Sascast. Do you, do you know how much work that would be? <laughs> I just mean like collectively. Oh, collectively. Okay. Collectively, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, Courtney just gave us the album art. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, we're changing the name of the podcast. She'd just be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> no, I think she'd be into Sascast. That's true. That is true. <laughs> that is fair. Our household is very sassy, including the pets, especially the pets. All right. So the next one is follow your leader. And this one is like. That was the end of the last track, everybody. Yeah. This is follow the leader. It's a very screamo intro. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Granted, there's only like one screamo band that I actually like, but and they're like, "We're not screamo." I'm like, "Yes, you are, Finch. Shut up." <laughs> I love that. There is a very specific cadence to the screams on this album. Mm-hmm. I always have to wonder the way the genius breaks down songs, if this is actually the proper way to break down a song. <laughs> but like the pre-chorus, the chorus, post-chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember most of these songs about the choruses. And I'm like, I remember this one now. Uh, I, yeah. I really, I really like their choruses. I like their lyrics a lot, too. Um, That first one, there was nothing that, like, really stuck out to me. But I do like in the chorus where it says, uh, life is to be short to be wasting all my time. Obsessed and terrified. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who can contr- who control our lives. Which is interesting because the people that I know that are obsessed and terrified do not believe that in any way whatsoever. No, <laughs> I can speak for my. I can speak speak on that myself personally. It's interesting that kicked him out because he's so prevalent on this album. Yeah, he really is. He has a lot of parts, and they're done really well. I think he's a great, mm-hmm. harsh vocalist. 
Yeah. And I do think that I, I do think that without him, I wouldn't have liked this band because as much as I, I do like Devin's voice. We both just went to scroll at the same time. <laughs> um, I do like Devin's bo- voice, but it is. It can be a lot if it's just him. That was one of the reasons why I don't think I got into Treehouse is because I was just like, oh, there's nothing to contrast it. Yeah, it's just all him. I like the lyrics on it. So I think that's why I like that album so much. But it. It's been a long time since I've listened to it, and I definitely didn't jam to it as much as I listened to this album and Digital Renegade. Digital Renegade is the album that's before this, and it's it's also really good. It's a little bit more on the electronic side, so it's not quite as heavy, but I like, and I, I think that was what, what like, screwed me up with Treehouse was that like Digital Renegade was still like you know metalcore with electronic music but like more electronic and then this was like I kind of want to say like the perfect mix of the Mm -hmm. two and then that came out and it was neither yeah (laughs) and Zach was gone and yeah it was just it it wasn't bad and I don't hate it by any means it's just doesn't stick out as much as Digital Renegade and New Demons. It's not as unique. Yeah. Say what you will about New Demons, but this album is unique. It is. I think so. I think Digital Renegade was pretty unique, too. I don't think I've listened to... If I've listened to Digital Renegade, I've only listened to a couple tracks. And it might have been like I was not in the mood. I was, I was in the mood for rah as well, and I wasn't really getting enough of that. So I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm good. But yeah, no. Yeah, there's one song off of that album that oh, Filth Friends Unite. That's a fucking banger off a of Digital Renegade. Like, I I remember seeing them live and they would play that and like just losing my absolute shit in the pit. All right, so the next song is the title track, and we're going to be talking about this one a lot. This one, this, <laughs> this one, this is the lyrically. This song is fucking fantastic. I, the, the I, I listen to this song quite often. Like I, I, I don't listen to a lot of I see stars, but when I listen to I see stars, it is usually New Demon <laughs> or Demons. Sorry, yeah, I was I... singularized because I don't listen to the rest of the album. But <laughs> no, I, I agree. When I when I want to go back and listen to I see stars, this is the song that I that I that I choose to because it's it's a fucking banger. It's also interesting to put the title track so soon in the album because it's it is track four, but like like we said, the first track was like an intro track. So like most people, like cognitively in your brain, you don't really think of it as that. So interesting choice. Yeah. I kind of like it though, because it. I, I I personally think that this is where the album starts, um, yeah. like with New Demons, and then I think it just gets progressively more hype as it goes. I know you said that you don't really listen to much after Murder Mitten, but there there's some really good stuff after that, and you're gonna hear it. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna listen to this, and then we're we're really gonna dive into the lyrics for this one because. This is, this is, I am very angry at someone and I'm going to blast this in my car and be like, fuck you kind of music. 
and it is uh, pretty prevalent for the way I'm feeling right now. <laughs> also, this intro is fantastic. Like, you could... If you say transmetal and say, what the fuck is that? You could play this intro and you're like, this is transmetal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this was the song I wanted to play. I played for Juliana because I really thought she would like the lyrics and she couldn't get it over Devin's voice. I absolutely love that line. That is such a fuck you. <laughs> you think I'll die alone? Well, I'm not alone tonight. Like, I know this song so I can keep up with it lyrically. <laughs> I actually think that this was the song that I played for Jay. Oh, uh, okay. Too. And they, they didn't like um they didn't like his voice either. So we have a mutual experience in that. (laughs) (laughs) And I think this is Devin. Devin's voice is like perfect on this song. Mm -hmm. It complements Zach's voice really, really well. Yeah, I agree. I think on Treehouse, his voice was a little toned down. It wasn't quite, like, as high. Traditional emo style. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I may not have listened to this whole album, but this is this this song is still pretty heavy in my rotation. I do like that chorus a lot. Mm-hmm. This song evolves pretty well too. It's like it, if I can, from what I remember, because like I said, I haven't listened. I've listened to this full album, but it's been a long time since I listened all the way through. It changes the most. Like it, like the story of the song changes, uh, evolves uh, throughout. Because the ending, like the 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 last outro, it, I love that outro so much.
And I definitely do think that, like, Devin is really talented. Like, he's got a lot of range. It's, but I, I, especially being someone that doesn't like the tone of some singers, I can, I can definitely see why people, it would grate on people. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, cause kind of picking up on that, like the first two songs that I was just like, Ooh, if Zach wasn't in this, I <laughs> wouldn't like this at all. Yeah. It's kind of like you, you get rid of the guy who brings a dynamic bit to your band and then your band fails. It, it's interesting because on Treehouse they took everything that made the band dynamic and just made them regular. Yeah. Which is very, very disappointing. <laughs> And then they basically stopped being a band. <laughs> they did, I think they did, um, I can't remember if they did like a reunion show or if it was just like members of the band that were performing with Devin as his like solo project. But yeah, I I don't think I listened to Devin's solo project just because the whole Shy Beast thing kind of to me sounded like... Um, um, like a like a like emo rap kind of oh. kind of persona, and at the time that he did that, I didn't like that, so I just did, haven't listened to it. And I don't even know if he has like anything out on it now that I'm thinking of it. But I'll look into that. <laughs> so you said you want to talk about the lyrics. Ah, so many lyrics. <laughs> so the my the. The part that gets me the most hype is this o- this opening verse, and it, it's and I, I, I will I will like not even listen to like the whole song all the way through. I'll, sometimes if I like am really feeling these words, I'll just keep restarting it over so I can listen to the verse over and over again. Or if I didn't really feel it enough, <laughs> I'll start it over. Like I wasn't paying enough attention. Start over. But uh, it's uh. I'm not your true love or your knight in shining armor. All of the ga- these games you play and all this bullshit drama. I'll be free to be me and find my path in life. You think I'll die alone while well, I'm not alone tonight. Our love was a waste. This much is true. I pray I'd forget you. We've all had an ex like that. <laughs> Though luckily I've never had an ex tell me that I'll die alone. Granted, I'm young yet, but I am married, so <laughs> hopefully hopefully my wife doesn't say that to me. But uh, I, 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 that, that, that's such a shitty thing to say to another person is you'll die alone. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head if anyone has said that to me, but I'm pretty sure that they have. It wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me if someone did say that to me. Based off of the people you've told me about that you've used to used to date, I would imagine all of them have said that to you because they're just not great people. <laughs> yeah, and I guess to be fair, I may have said that to them as well. <laughs> violence begots violence. <laughs> never let never I'll never say that I'm not a violent person. <laughs> Without without reason, of course. But caveat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to have a reason. But anyway, yeah. That that first verse gets me so fucking hype. Like especially if I'm mad at someone or if I am getting over or like going through a breakup. That song, like just that verse over and over again, just like fuck you. 
<laughs> I like how you're saying it to the back button too. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you for progressing this song. Go back. Go back. <laughs> I'm like, I need this more. I need it to hurt more. <laughs> Again, this is another one of those situations. If I didn't title these episodes based off of the albums, that would be the title of this episode is I need it to hurt more. <laughs> You can put it in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea needs it to hurt more. <laughs> oh, maybe I won't based off of the beginning of the conversation. No, that that will just be like you have to listen. So you listen so you get to, you get to know that. <laughs> yes. So we go we go in verse by verse on this. That's um, there's complete that's completely fine. It just uh I just want to prepare myself, that's all. I don't know. I'll probably just like pick and choose some. I like the you're no better than anyone. You want respect. You have to earn it. Um, that could be to a boomer, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the open up your open up your eyes and you'll see that I'm not perfect, but that's what I'm trying to be because I know you're worth it. Fair. Definitely. I've also been there as well. On both sides or just one side? Uh, probably both. Fair. <laughs> See, I haven't been on that because, like, I think perfection is, like, unobtainable. So, like, I never even try. Wait, what? I think perfection is unattainable. Oh. I know you're, I, I'm trying to be, like, mm, that, that, that way leads to madness. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's more, it's more so, like, I, I, I see that less, like, I, I'm trying to be perfect um, I, because of like the I know you're worth it. I mostly see that see that as like a not so much of trying to be perfect, but just trying to be better. I know that's not what he says, but I mean, to be fair, perfect is a better word than better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that might have just been like, you know, creative liberty. Mm -hmm. But that that's how I always interpreted it, that like. I know you're worth me trying to be better. Mm -hmm. So yeah, better really only works in a song is if it's going to rhyme with something else. Otherwise, there is a better word than better. Perfect. Yes, I did that on perfect. <laughs> I did that on purpose. You did it on perfect. On perfect. <laughs> on perfect yes. <laughs> I was like, damn, just look at that. See, perfection is not possible. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Um, this song is close to it though. <laughs> um another another line that um i really like is um which really resonates with me for a lot of things is i bet you put yourself through hell you did this to yourself i can't believe i wished you well i wished you well oof yeah i know that feeling yeah that, that is that is very much like uh uh, the you're 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 two three months away from the uh, the end of the relationship, and now all of the niceties of uh of like oh you know I don't want to talk shit on them everything are fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, or or like you find out something after the fact, yes. and you're just like, what the fuck? Yep, <laughs> I take it back. I take back my well wishes. Yeah, that that happened to me. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, um, I was trying not to talk shit on you, and then you left me some for someone else. Cool, fuck you. Yeah, I I have been I have been in that place 
more times than I would like to admit. Like the, oh, it's it's fine. Have a good life. Actually, no, fuck you. Go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Is there any... Well, I mean the 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 line that I definitely want to talk about is the um, the end the the La bridge as a genius is putting it. I would call it the last chorus, but whatever. Uh, which is um, these new demons are eating me alive, pushing and pulling uh, the heart fr- uh, the ha- heart out from inside. I write, I don't read. Just throwing that out there. To everybody. <laughs> My job isn't to read the shit; it's to write it so you read the shit. Um, if I can't have you, then nobody else can. No, just the thought of you walking hand in hand with somebody else, reinventing things we do, uh, but there'll never be a match uh, to the love thrown down the well. I can't. If I can't have you, then nobody else can. Granted, that last line bit toxic, but it works for the song. Uh, but like, I know that that feeling so very much is just like walking hand in hand with somebody else reinventing things we do. That line reinventing things we do is a really, really good synthesis of that feeling because like we, we all do this and you know, like every new relationship is just a variation on, you know, at the beginning is a variation on your previous relationship because you don't really know any better. But like, uh, yeah, that, that, that synthesizes the reinventing things we do. And then the, the, the next line being like, they'll never match the love that thrown down the well. Just like, I loved you better and I will always love you better until two, three months ago and later. And then, you know, fuck you. But, (laughs) but no, that, that synthesizes that feeling very well. As much as I love a love, a good love song. I also love a good breakup song. Same, same. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that though that that last like bridge really hits me too for the same reasons like like the if i know like that if i can't have you then nobody else can is really toxic but it it does work in the song and i like the i like the delivery of it um but yeah, and like just the thought of you walking hand in hand with someone else, like we've all been there like, after a breakup, like you're just like, oh, I don't want to think about them with anybody else. And then they're with somebody else and then you're like, <sighs> you have to deal with that realization that that's always like the worst for me is realizing that they'll be with somebody else. Like initially, grant, wow, that sounded really fucking toxic. Whenever <laughs> Initially, that is the thing that like, uh, like time heals all wounds. As a cis white hit man, I am backpedaling like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> but um, that's always the thing, like, initially that always, like, really will make me sad. And, like, if anything will make me cry, that is usually what will make me cry is, like, thinking that, like, for this extended period of time, because the majority of my relationships, with the exception of two, um, were, they lasted at least a year. Um, there's other two we don't speak of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh Fuck, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, um, so I remembered. Um, sorry, I had a really long deposition today, everybody. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, so I've been, uh, the majority of my relationships have been, like, I've been with them for at least a year. Um, I realize that sounds like a humble brag, but it isn't. Um, but, uh, so you're, you're used to the whole, like, um, routine. There's the word. That's why you're my co-host. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're used to that routine and like that the the fact that they're always there, for, uh, always there, and then the idea that they're doing that with somebody else 
just like and while you're standing there just you know doing nothing <laughs> being alone crying crying yeah over them yeah and they're not crying over you oh, that, that someone, hurts. because they're with someone else yeah oh that's that that fucking hurts like a motherfucker when that happens oh my god because like whenever whenever they leave you for somebody else that's one of the worst feelings in the world i have to say like leaving someone for like having someone else lined up while you're still with the previous partner and then so you can just make that transition <laughs> fucking horrible yeah it's it it is horrible i've i've had that done to me several times and i guess i guess i've i kind of did that once back when i was a teenager I like broke up with someone and sort of had someone lined up. I had a, I had a, I had developed a crush on someone that I hadn't even spoken to. So it wasn't like I left my boyfriend for this other person, but I did end up dating that person shortly after we, I had broken up with my other boyfriend because I broke up with my, that Mm -hmm. boyfriend. So I was free to talk to this person. (laughs) So Chelsea, is there a chance that he was listening to this song thinking of you? No, because we broke up before this song came out. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was like that was in high school or like the last year of high school. So that is me overestimating our age difference there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was really just stabbing in the dark and saying like maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, chances are, if we dated and you pissed me off when we broke up, chances are. I listened to this song thinking about you. So if you're listening to this, there you go. <laughs> An insight into Chelsea's mind. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do want to, I wanted to like add on to the, um, like, you know, the routine and that like, that really does suck. And that's part of the reason why like that, just the thought of you walking hand in hand with someone else does bother me as well. Cause when you are with someone for a long time or even not a long time, just when you're, you know, when you're with somebody and you get into a routine and a habit of doing things and it feels, it starts to feel comfortable. And it's like those, at least for me, it, it usually ends up being like those little, little things that I miss. And I've definitely gone back to toxic situations just to have like that routine back just because like I couldn't handle like it getting messed up. So you are a cat. I am a cat. <laughs> <laughs> for for a dog person, I am very cat like. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 is always the worst is yeah. Especially like when you think you're going to be with this person a lot longer than it ended up being and you're just like, yeah, the, the the whole like whenever the uh, well, let's not do this <laughs> let's not let's not wallow in our misery <laughs> that's all I got <laughs> oh. misery oh the, the listeners do not really because Chelsea like flung her hand her arm like about the back of the chair and crossed her leg and like bounced it like <laughs> the visual was just. I don't usually like saying this because I just, I don't know. It just doesn't drive me, but chef's kiss. Uh, (laughs) That was, that was, that was well-timed and everything. But yeah, Yeah, let's, let's not moving on to the next song. New Demon's great song, everyone moving on. (laughs) 
one of these days we may have, a, have to have a visual element to this podcast. That might be a season two thing that we'll work on. Like season one, it was like getting the show on its feet and finding out what it actually is. Yeah. And I think at this, I was listening back and I'm like, by episode three, we knew what this show was going to be. <laughs> so we found really, really quickly what the show was. But um, regardless, uh, let, let's not add things to the, the plate quite yet. But yeah. Yeah, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Not off the table, but that's also a lot of extra work. Like I come over here. We record these on Wednesdays and I come over here in leggings and a hoodie, with no makeup on. If I'm on camera, <laughs> that has to be a little bit. And then I, I would have to do camera setup and everything. Yeah. I do that for my job. It's like, I don't want to do that when I go home. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the next song is Violent Bounce, People Like You. And this was the, um, I believe, the first single off of this album. Yeah, it was the first single off of this album. And this song is strange to me. I don't. I, yeah, it's just strange. It's very upbeat, but not. I'm going to probably say that at the beginning of every song now that we're <laughs> past New Demons. I'm like, ah, yes, this song. <laughs> I also wanted to make a comment that I See Stars is a great name for a trans metal band. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought. That the, I thought it worked really well too. And I like this is like they're like singing together mm-hmm. and it just sounds it sounds so good together. Yeah, because yeah, this was definitely the era where back in my day, the screamer and the singer were the same guy. Uh and this was the era where they started having devoted people, where it was like very common. Also, it sounds like Zach has good cleans, too. Like, the little bit that he'll do, like, to accent so it's not just all, like, growls for the entire time, just, like, to use his voice like an instrument, you can kind of sound, it sounds like he also has, like, a good singing voice, too. Yeah, I think so. I always wondered if he found another band after this. But I mean, Zach Johnson is such an uncommon name; it'd be hard to look. <laughs> yeah, and if like, and I couldn't find his like a Wikipedia page for him either. Checks Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> And then a nice little, like, upbeat, like, this song, I, I remember seeing them. I've, I've seen them live a couple times, and, um, because my sister was obsessed with this band. Actually, it was my little sister that showed me this band, because she want, if I remember correctly, she wanted me to go with her to a show of theirs, 
and I don't know if she was 21 yet mm. or if she just wanted me to go. I can't remember. But I was just like, oh, okay, I'll go. And then, like, started, like, really listening to them and, like, just became equally obsessed with them. Although I do have to admit that I was not a Devin fangirl. For once. <laughs> for once, I didn't fangirl over the lead singer. <laughs> it's totally not my MO at all. Nope. Whose TikToks were you watching earlier today? <laughs> <laughs> So the reason why I say this song is weird is because um, it's so bouncy. Like I know it's called Violent Bounce, but it which but it's the perfect name for this song because it is equally violent and equally bouncy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know that many other like metalcore songs get that can be bouncy like this. No, you really need the electronics to get it to like this level of bounce. This mm-hmm. is even bouncier than System of Down song bounce. <laughs> it's a pretty bouncy song too. Uh, this song was really fun to be in the pit for. Did they pre-record all of electronics, or did they actually have someone on stage playing them? I can't remember. I think they were pre-recorded. Okay. No judgment. I was just curious. I mean, that's one less mouth to feed if they just pre-record them, so I get it. We did not keep up with the lyrics on that one. But it's okay. It was it was about the bounciness. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it was. It's about the bounciness. There were some... Um, there's, like, some lyrics, though, that I was, like, reading and remembering and that they, like, stuck out. Let me just... Uh, how many people do you plan to burn and all the damage left at every turn? You watched us struggle and now you're par- now you're parched with thirst with a thirst for attention to fuel the fire of your self obsession. We'll watch you crumble. You are the scum of the world and we'll watch you fall. Again, going with the violent part of the violent bounce. <clears throat> but I, I do like that. Um, the and now you're parched with a thirst for attention and the rest of it that follows f- to feel your fire of your self obsession. It it kind of is a testament of you know like Instagram influencer culture. I don't know if that's what it was written for, but that's kind of what it reminds me of. It's apt. Mm-hmm. And although I wouldn't call influencers the scum of the world, they're just trying to make their money. You don't have to listen to them. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't know why people do. <laughs> Some sometimes like like I'll I'll like I mean I'm currently wearing a pair of TikTok glasses. Oh, I heard I heard about pair on on a podcast before I heard it on no. on on TikTok. I guess maybe that's my age showing. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but yeah, I'm wearing a pair of TikTok glasses, so I I am kind of and like, you know, I used to still am into makeup but i'm not so much into buying makeup anymore because i have so much of it that i had i had to put a stop (laughs) to like it 
And like I would buy makeup and beauty products that were, you know, re- being reviewed by influencers and stuff that I trusted. See, and- that that I think is slightly different than influencers. Influencers to me are that they do nothing but just make their lives look amazing and not actually do anything else. So if someone is like making doing makeup or something like that and they're like, hey, this is the makeup I use. I don't really consider that an influencer. I think I consider that a hellscape of ca- capitalism. But I, I do... <laughs> Well, they're called like beauty influencers, Fair. so because they're they're still like influencing you to buy things. Touche. I guess I, in my head, like the word itself, yes, but like it has become more than the word. Mm-hmm. I'm really just thinking of the Fire Festival documentaries <laughs> that I watched, and like some of those like influencers, like what's your brand? Uh, it's just positivity. Like they did that. Like they had three influencers, and they asked them what their brand was, and they put them right after each other, and they all said almost the exact same thing. And like that vapid, that 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 is more what I was thinking. But I I, I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, to get to get to that point, you do have to you do have to do something to to get paid to do things that are fun and post about them. You you have to like work up mm-hmm. a lot when I I like I don't follow lifestyle in influencers, so I can't really say much of that. But like like the ones that I like beauty and fashion influencers are the ones that I follow the most because I like makeup and I like fashion so I follow a lot of those and I do buy things based off of like them sometimes especially if it's like a new makeup product that I already would have liked to buy and then I get like you know like someone gives it a good review then I'm like okay sure I'll spend $50 on this eyeshadow palette or like you know especially in like fashion influencers like oh that's a cute top I want that top buy so fair yeah, but like lifestyle influencers, I don't get those. I don't get those at all. Like, I mean, I guess maybe I would if I had a little bit more expendable cash. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 lifestyle influencers, I just think is kind of vapid. That's, That's fair. All. I can't say that I disagree. Again, like, yeah, in my head, like, I, I, I'm not being contrarian. But, like, what you were describing, I feel like there is still some kind of value to that because, like, there's still, like, a hobby to it. It's just the, the yeah, the lifestyle. I'm I'm just I'm re- reiterating what I already said. Moving on. What other lyrics did you like, Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, apparently, I just really like Zach's <clears throat> verses. <laughs> um, you sit there and smile so smug in your skin. Second and third chances gone in the wind. I lied and I begged and I swore I would change. What do you expect of me? Fuck. <laughs> no, it's a good line. It is a good line. Whenever you said that, I just really like Zach. I, I imagine if Devin listens to this, there's just one single tear rolling down his cheek. But yeah. There are other there are other songs that I like Devin's parts. Yeah. But especially now that I, I listen to more metal on a regular, when I when this came out, um, or when I was into this, I was just starting to get into going to raves. <sighs> so I see stars was like the, the love child of everything that I, I loved. Like, Oh, electronic music that I listen to. And I go to raves <gasps> metal smush. Oh, metal and emo. So it was just like smush. And that's, that's why I was so obsessed with it. 
Um, They were very angry when they wrote this album. I mean, the song, the album is called New Demons. It is aptly titled. <laughs> it's true. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've like looked at these lyrics, aside from like you know, New Demons and Murder Mitten. Yeah, the yeah, they definitely were. They were angry. Cool story, bro. <laughs> that was one of the situations where I was like, I started talking. I'm like, I don't want to finish this thought. um and another another one that sticks out is people like you are the reason i keep the good so close which is also really hits home because anytime i try to step out of like my little social bubble of all of my great friends i realize that people are shit like the rest of the people are shit my friends are amazing and (laughs) just gonna stay in my little bubble (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, when we were getting like when we were planning the wedding and everything. I, I went to Juliana. I'm like, who knew that a wedding is a really good litmus test on who is worth keeping in your life? <laughs> it's like the wedding does the work for you because there were so many people. I I may have said it on an earlier episode. I, I can't remember if it was on or off mic that I said this to you, uh, but like there were so many like everyone that like I invited that I was friends with in my early twenties. I think two showed up and I invited like 10 or 15 of those folks and like no, almost none of them like showed up and I was just like yeah all my friends now kind of remind me on like because it's one of those things like now like all my friends now kind of just I have like no tolerance for like a lot of the a lot of things that I would assume was normal a uh, uh, part of friendship uh not so much anymore and <laughs> just like mm, yeah like there, there were a couple of friends that i've known for a long time who didn't come to the wedding and they knew since march and they didn't get time off work to come to my wedding <laughs> that was on a saturday <laughs> it was on a saturday uh that they knew about in march uh because we sent out the the save the dates real early uh because i was paranoid um and also we had caveats with our wedding not, not like anything, like we didn't want children at the wedding and we asked people not to wear perfume because Juliana uh, has a condition that will give her migraines if people wear heavy perfume. Um, so I wanted to get those out so people could see uh, see them. And yeah, the, there were a couple of people who just um, didn't get off work and had since March. And I was just like, cool, I think this is the end of our friendship. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's unfortunate how weddings bring out the worst in people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Both both the wedding and people in the wedding, not that you and Juliana did this because you were great and very easy to work with, but um, other people that I know that have gotten married, or at least when I listen to stories on Reddit. It's <laughs> always Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Reddit. I don't know. I'm so addicted to listening to like Reddit out loud stories, and I'm just like, Why? It's the tea from a safe distance. I listen to it to go to sleep instead of watch, listen, watching ASMR videos now. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? That is weird. I won't lie to you. <laughs> but weird. like, no, I, I say that just as like, huh, wouldn't expect to fall asleep to that. No judgment, but okay. Uh, maybe what? it's just maybe it's just people talking to me. I used mm. to, um, before he blew up like with his music, uh, Corpse Husband, mm-hmm. I used to... Um, his voice was really soothing to me and um 
I couldn't listen to his actual content because they were like scary stories. And obviously, that's not really what you want to listen to when you're trying to sleep. True. So I would listen to his live streams mm-hmm. to fall asleep to for a while. I think I just like the sound of like people talking to like lull myself to sleep, which is strange because most people would like just like listen to conversation. But I like I like ambient noise. Maybe that's why I never have a hard time sleeping when I'm at a burn or anything like that either. Just like. Um, or I'm also drunk when I'm at a burn. So. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My camp isn't based around bourbon or anything. It is. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, one la- The last line that I want to point out from this particular song is, um, put the man on trial. I bet he turns colors that he's never shown. And... I think that is very, very true. Mm. It kind of ties back into what you were saying about a wedding being the litmus test yeah. for friends. Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, I I don't like being the person who's like people are shit because I like to be a little bit more optimistic, and I do think that like you know most people are generally good, but mm, most people are shit. Like <laughs> it is unfortunate. It's, 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 it's a weird thing. I mean, it, it's, it's probably just because everyone expects everyone to be shit. So like, it's just a snake eating its tail, but no, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. Especially cause it's a, at least in my situation with like a wedding, it was just like, you know, cause we were talking about that last night. I went to Juliana. I was like, you know, we're supposed to give out thank yous, which I don't really want to. And we were talking with Courtney on uh voice chat and uh, Juliana was like, the wedding was the thank you. <laughs> I was like, and Courtney's like, yeah, you already did. Like you already made a toast. I was like, yeah, we're not sending out. Thank you. <laughs> I never understood that. I, I maybe understand it for like showers and stuff, mm-hmm. but like weddings and especially funerals, especially funerals. Why would you send a thank you for coming to a funeral? I feel like you do that there because like everyone's you like if you're the part if you're the main mourner everyone says goodbye to you before they leave no one really Irish goodbyes a funeral uh that's a really funny thought but uh (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why but I'm just like that's kind of hilarious uh to Irish goodbye a funeral but um they they thank you and I don't know like I mean, if it was cathartic for you, sure. But, like, I don't think anyone should ever really expect a thank you. I think uh, a mailed thank you. I'm just like, hmm. No. It's weird. Yeah, I see it a little bit more for weddings. But once again, like, yeah, you got wedding gifts and money and stuff. But you also put a lot of time, effort, and stress and money into throwing a party for everyone. Mm -hmm. In exchange for giving you gifts. Yeah. We, 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 yeah, yeah, we, we, we gave quite a, quite a bit, uh, not to be gauche, but yeah, it was a hundred dollars a head on our, for our food for everyone to drink and eat. So like, yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the thank you. That's the thank you. And I don't blame you for that. Yeah. But yeah, when, when my, when my dad died, my grandma kept pestering me to send out thank yous to like my mom's side of the family and, and whatnot. And I never did. <laughs> Cause I was just like. For like you know, almost a year afterward, I was just like kind of in a fog. And how dare you? I know. How dare I? <laughs> and like the last thing I wanted to do is just like, hey, thanks everyone for coming to my dad's funeral. 
Didn't think really? I was going to have to do this for several decades, but you know, thanks anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I wasn't even 30 yet. So, <laughs> so yeah, sorry to my family members that didn't get a thank you for that, but I do appreciate you. <laughs> so I was wrong when I said this is going to be sass cast. This is downer cast this week. <laughs> We need to bring the sass back. Bring the sass. Quick, take my keys or, is it, uh, from me. <laughs> Throw them out the window. <laughs> it's like, maybe it's like, are you coming down from the adrenaline that maybe that's the reason why it's gotten turned into downer cast? So. Well, I mean, I mean they're, lyri- they're lyrics. I see stars ly- does like have really heavy lyrics, yeah. like, like heavy content, mm-hmm. heavy content lyrics. Um, so, but it also could just be our inner, our inner sad kids coming out. Oh, I can relate to that. I just read, cause genius will sometimes have the explanation and we're now on murdered mitten. And, uh, the song, uh, the, the explanation is this song was about the lead singer, Devin and drummer Andrew's house was foreclosed. That happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what it's like to see your childhood that happened to your childhood home. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, it's gonna skip to the bottom. Oh, that's okay. Uh, yep, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I thought because I had like like I said I had just read it. Um, they lost their house because their mom had a drinking problem. For me, it was cocaine, not drinking, <laughs> and mother. Same, same, same entity in that situation, but yeah, no, it was, it was cocaine and not, not drinking. Slightly more expensive, I assume. Uh, no, it's like it depends on what kind of alcohol you drink. Touche. Uh, but yeah, so let's get into it. Downercast, everybody. Downercast. Really, really pushing down on the goth part of the goth and nerd <laughs> podcast this week, everybody. This is hey, the- that's a harmful stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore the fact that I fit that stereotype. <laughs> there we go. There's the sass. <laughs> okay, so here's Murder Mitten. This one also has a lot more Devin singing, if I remember correctly. It would be weird if he didn't, given what the song's about. This doesn't feel like the kind of thing that you're just like, hey, person uh, that I did not grow up with, here, sing these really emotional lyrics. This is like probably the least trancy of their intros on this album so far. There's some, there's some doot-doots. Oh no! I meant like the the part before Zach came in. Oh, yeah, because like usually most of the others like punches you in the face with the trance, not like in a bad way. But yeah, now now we're in the trance. I thought the uh, or fade away in the suburban wasteland was. Uh, Fade away in this burning wasteland. Yeah, I thought that yeah. I thought the lyrics were different too. Mm-hmm. Goth and nerd exclusive, everybody. Mm-hmm. 
I love the dubstep breakdown. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same thing, but I was going to be like, Skrillex. Is you're, I mean, you're not that far off. I, I'm not, but it still makes me sound like an old person when I'm like, <laughs> you kids like that Skrillex music? <laughs> it's hype. It's lit, fam. <laughs> it's lit, fam. I still see Nick and I are both jamming out to the song. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> why so we're quiet. I'm also like really taking in the lyrics because I didn't realize it was like a foreclosure on the house. And I'm just like, how much can I relate to this? <clears throat> I'm assuming a lot. Uh, not as much as you think. Mainly because my father got me out of the situation before like that actually happened. But I do remember because uh, my friend Eric, who was in the wedding... He literally lived up the street from us, and I remember going to Kennywood Day, and we were going to pick him up, and we drove past the house, and the sheriff was there, and they were taking all of our shit out of the house. Because my mother just stopped paying the bills. Like, that's literally what she she just stopped paying the bills. So they just foreclosed on the house. I almost bought my old house. It's very close to doing so. I can, <clears throat> excuse me, I can relate to that. My that happened, sort of happened to me too, but it was an apartment, mm-hmm. and my mom got into crack and stopped paying her bills and stopped taking care of me and everything else. Yep, that happened, also. Yeah, stop taking care of me. I, 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 whenever I finally like was out on my own, I was like nervous about it. And then in retrospect, I was just like, I've been kind of like I took care of myself like both like from like sixteen and seventeen. Like I was, I was alone in that house for almost every single day for my mother to quote unquote go out for cigarettes. My mother actually used that fucking stereotype. <laughs> That is literally what she said. She's like, I'm going to go out for cigarettes and, like, would not come back. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She'd come back, like, the next day. Like, she'd be there whenever I come home from school. But, like, by about 8 o'clock, she was gone. So. So, like, all night? Yeah. All night, yeah. Put myself to bed and all that kind of stuff. So, cook for myself and all that. Uh, This is why we're friends. Yes. (laughs) More trauma bonding. Hooray. (laughs) I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry too. 
Downercast. <laughs> I didn't expect this to go this way when we started. See, at this point, Chelsea, you should just expect to not, like, just expect that it's not going to go the way you think it's going to go. No, I don't know why I come in with expectations. I just expect it to go well. I mean, it is going well, but it yes. is a bit of a downer. Yes, yeah. it's it's kind of cathartic, though. Yeah. Although I I like still have like mild panic that like my feelings are on the internet, but that's just gonna have to be something that I get over. I was actually talking um, more downer cast. Sorry, but I was actually talking to our friend Ari, or maybe it was Mal. I'm not I'm not quite sure who I was talking to. It was it was Ari or Mal who's my friend that's staying with us currently. Um, I was talking about how much I don't like talking about my feelings online or like in general. And I was kind of, I had the thought that like, Hmm, maybe if I talk about my feelings more online, people will start seeing me as an actual real person and stop using me. (laughs) Maybe. I'm like I know like I'm not even saying that it's just like it, it kind of going back to you know people are shit yeah. so like they might use that to take advantage of but uh, the, okay the, the, that being said as your friend is someone who loves you I do think you should talk about your feelings more I will never force you to talk about your feelings I, I do think it is but I'm also being realistic I don't wanna I bet I should I know well, I here we go compromise you can talk to me about your feelings there we go <laughs> There we go. Not on mic. No, not 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 on mic. Though it's good podcasting if you do. But just like tell my entire life story on a podcast. No, I would not do that. If you have been following me since 2012, you know almost everything about me. Like I don't know how many people have stuck around for that long. Probably not. There, I could probably count on one hand how many people have like have followed me from like Sinister Dreamcast to like now. Um, but like. You know a lot about me, if that's the case. You know a whole lot about me. There were times whenever I would, like... I don't listen to, like, the old Sinister Dreamcast, though I have them all, like, on a drive because I'm a digital hoarder. Um, And there, I'll think back on things, and I'm just like, ooh, I'm glad that's not available for people to listen to anymore. <laughs> that was a bad thing for me to say. <laughs> that was dumb. Uh, so... But if you subscribe to my Patreon, you can listen to me be dumb for seven years worth of content, everybody. Uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, yeah, I mean, it just kind of happens. Like, I've I've noticed it, like, like, on the podcast. Like, you just kind of, like, you're talking about things and things just blurt out. Mm-hmm. And, like, you forget that there's a microphone in front of you mm-hmm. until it, the episode gets posted. And then you're just like, fuck! Or at least that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> I I have been doing this for so long. I'm just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm still getting used to it. I mean, yeah, we're what? Uh, this will be eight. Yeah, we're eight episodes in, so nine if you're counting the holiday special, which should be out by now, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Next song, everybody. Is aptly named We're Not in Kansas Anymore. Oh, well, you couldn't even have written that segue. <laughs> I know. I was just about to say this is the episode of Bad Segways, but I was wrong. That's that's the universe going, nope. <laughs> you're wrong, Nick.
Man, I miss trans metal. This just like listening to this back is just like hitting so many serotonin buttons in my brain that mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm, I love so much of this. It was so weird because it was everywhere for like a year and a half, two years. It was everywhere. And then it just stopped. <laughs> no one talked to it. It's like it was like this like mass hallucination. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> and I miss it. I'm going to be talking about how much I miss trans metal the same way I talk about how much I miss happy hardcore. I never understood what the difference between happy hardcore and hardcore was. Well, it, dep- well, it depends on what kind of hardcore. Like, if you're listening to, like, rock hardcore, and then you listen to happy hardcore, there's a vast difference. I have no context. (laughs) Do you know what happy hardcore is? I knew it because it was a genre on MySpace, and then I never understood the difference. That was that—that's the only reason why I I, I know what you're talking about. But I I I tried seeking out, and I'm just like I don't understand the difference. Oh, I'm talking about like happy hardcore, like EDM, happy hardcore, like Scooter and Pretty Rave Girl, and the big bouncy like 90s electronic music oh i didn't know that's what it was called yeah it's called happy hardcore (laughs) that's why i'm kind of like i actually didn't know that there was like a metal genre of happy hardcore oh no i just assumed it was heavy oh no it's not heavy at all oh okay that's why i like whenever you were like rock hardcore it's like what are you talking about (laughs) oh okay Nick learned something new on Mike, everybody. <laughs> also, I, I I don't think that you would be a fan of Happy Hardcore if you heard it. I mean, I like electronic music, so it's not... I would be open to hearing it. I don't know if it would be like... It might be like most music. It probably might be under the whole... Uh, I, I like it, but I'm probably not going to put it on thing. Moody. Yeah. <laughs> you were now into the territory that I don't listen to as often. They use keys well. Mm-hmm. I wish they would use them a bit more, to be 100% honest with you. They were really, like, really good composers. Like, this, this whole album is, like, really well composed with all of the different elements. On top of like the good, like the really good lyrics, um, it's the main reason why I love them so much. There was there was a lot of reasons why I love this band. I noticed. <laughs> Breakdown. They're, um, I also do like that the trans part of their stuff is very uh, heavily influenced by 8-bit um, video games. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that like will hit the nostalgia button in my brain because it sounds a lot like Sonic. There's a lot more of it on Digital Renegade. Mm-hmm. You know who else was very good at that? Wayne Static. <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. Wayne Static was very good at that. He would He would do that kind of like... It would hit that serotonin button, and I'm like, Sonic! 
There's a, a Static X song called Grind to Halt, which, whoo boy, does that sound like it was like a later level of a Sonic game. <laughs> the really slow dubstep. They went hard on that, and then, yeah, Treehouse, they were just like, meh. <laughs> meh. Just like, like, this is a scream, and then they just whispered. Mm. But, yeah, I, I like that song. I, I'm not sure if there's, like, any, um, any, like, lyrics that, uh, lyrics that, like, point, like, stick out to me in this one. Um, like, the other ones. Um, but, like, I, this, I do, I like this song a lot because of, like, the, the, the music and, like, the way that it's sung, like, more so than the lyrics. Like, it's just, it's a really, it's a banger of a song when, like, you know, you're not talking over it. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of, like, really highs and lows and lots of really cool effects and whatnot. And I do really like that song. It I, is very um, instrumentally dynamic comparatively to everything else that we've heard. Not that the other stuff isn't. But, like, this was, like, this song in particular, like, they were just, like, we're going to let, like, the electronic part of our music shine a little bit more mm-hmm. on this song. And I, I do like that. And, I, like, the end of it, I do like. The the dubstep worked very well. I will give them that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's <clears throat> one of the things that I miss about, like, Transmetal is because I, I'm not really a big fan of dubstep on its own. Like, there's a couple... um producers that I I like they're just straight dubstep but I think that in my opinion I think dubstep works much better when it's mixed with metal Mm -hmm. because it it makes it it makes it it does make it more dynamic and it's not just wub 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 (laughs) that was another time we should have had like a camera (laughs) (laughs) I could see it in your face you're that you were gonna say that because I can't imagine what my face looked like. Great, it looked awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, so sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, go, go, go. I gave Chelsea a mouse because it took me uh, how many episodes to realize that she could also scroll through shit at the same time. I I don't have to control everything. I'm just I got used to controlling everything. So she she's taking the reins right now. So like we keep doing like that, going for the same donut thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, whenever uh, reaching for the computer to move over. So what song do we have next? This is Judith Rules and. I don't remember why I like this song at this moment because, like I said, I this is around where I stopped listening to earlier. But I know that I really, really like this song. So here it is. Mm, different cadence. Mm-hmm. Ah uh, yeah. Again, I remember them from their courses. Yeah, now that now that that started, I I remember. I love that um that line. I won't let this go. This opportunity to leave my head. I'd be nothing without this. We'd be nothing without this. 
and especially this waiting for the show i'll leave this room with far more hope Mm -hmm. it's about like you know being at a concert or i I, at the time this came out i took it for like being at a rave okay yeah Yeah, this is definitely about a show. Mm-hmm. Non-settle lyrics. really like it when bands like write songs like this like Mm. for their fans which i assume this is for because it's about you know being in a crowd at a show or being on stage at the show being the band on stage the fact that it said the judith rules well, it could be Judith could be a fan. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I assume it's about being in a show, but based off the title. But Judith could be a uh, a fan, so they could have written this for written for written this, written this for a fan. Oh, Lord Almighty. <laughs> I do. I, I, I might have said this already, but now I remember why I like this song. Because this is how I feel it shows. You did not say that. I did. You alluded to it, but you did oh. not. You did not say. Granted, I might listen back and you're like, no, Nick, she did, you dumbass. But <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like you only alluded to it. You got right to the edge. You did not jump off. It's the ADHD. <laughs> As I always say to you, ADHD is a hell of a drug. <laughs> This is in contrast to like the last song, which was much more electronic heavy. This is much more guitar heavy. Mm-hmm. They still have that eight bit inspired electronics at the end, though. <laughs> Which I, I can tell you're loving. I am, yeah, I do. I do like eight bit. I'm a I'm a I am the stereotypical nerd in that way. I do like eight bit whenever it's added to shit. Um There's a they're kind of a joke band, but I do like them. There's a band called uh I Am Error, all one word. And they're <laughs> like they're they're like eight big like uh core. Uh, they only did like one I'm pretty sure it's like a side project of someone else. They only did like one um album. And I think it was like a really short album. I have it in my Apple Music, but I do like it a lot. And I, I just like that the the, the nuance. I, the, that's also like a I Fight Dragons. If you've ever heard I Fight Dragons, no, 
I do. I do know I wrestled a bear once. It's different. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wrestled a bear once. Avant-garde metal. I fight dragons like nerd rock. Like they, they, uh, I fight dragons does have an, uh, song, uh, um, a song called, uh, the geeks will inherit the earth. I do like that song a lot. I, so. I couldn't, I would have never guessed. Have you ever watched the Goldbergs? Um, maybe like when it first came on, but right. not, they, not, they, 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 they did the, um, the theme song for it. Uh, that, that's the reason why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Okay. That's how I heard of them. And then I listened to them and I'm just like, oh, wow. I actually like them. I believe the my favorite album by them is called Kaba, Ka, Kaboom. Yeah, Kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, back at, during this this era of electronic music, this is kind of like in like the resurgence of electron, like not the resurgence of electronic music, but like the kind of like the second wave of like raves and when they started to get popular and are what they are now. This was like around the time that I was going to them a lot. And um, <clears throat> there was that 8 bit sound was very popular back then. Like, I think there was an artist called Pegboard Nerds that had a lot of 8 bit in it. I, I do remember there was, um, they did a remix of a Cruella song um, that was very 8 bitty. And I, I do remember hearing like a lot of 8 bit back then too. I also like 8 bit, but just not. Not in the same way. It doesn't hit the nostalgia button for me. It's just, this is fun. Yeah. Did you? Do the endorphin, yeah, the endorphin thing. Yeah. Yeah. You you weren't a you weren't a, a video gamer whenever you were a kid. I wasn't, and I'm still not. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> the only game that I really liked playing and playing on my own was Spyro. I would always make my dad play video games and I would just sit there and watch so that I could see the story. Oh, yeah, 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 that's fair. I just finished a 30-hour uh, watch of Days Gone, uh, which is like a zombie post-apocalyptic biker video game. It's a little uneven on the, the story and everything, but uh, it, it's a it's a uh, PlayStation exclusive and I... Uh, I don't do Sony, uh, it, with the exception of my Blu-ray players, because everyone else makes shit Blu-ray players except Sony, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, so I, I understand that thing. But uh, also, uh, Spiral the Dragon is the only game I've ever 100%ed. Really? Yes. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It, that that game still like stands the test of time. Like I want to I want to PS something just so I can play that game again. Yeah, they re-released it like two years ago, like remastered and everything. All all of the Spiral games. I did know that. Because I was thinking about buying a PS4 or some whatever it was just to play that. Like, here, take my $500 so I can play this one video game. You know, I, I have a lot of good nostalgia with that, too. But, yeah, no, I, I was I was a Genesis kid. Um, I played the fuck out of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, I had... You might not have any context with this, but I... I uh, the. Um, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, you could save the games. It was very unusual for cartridges. And uh, my one game, I had all 14 Chaos Emeralds, 99 lives, and 99 continues. The game stops saving your lives after you get past 99. So, like, I would play the game. Like, I would just replay that file. And then I would get more extra lives. And then whenever I went back in, it was just like, no, you have 99. Rude. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. I play the fuck out of that game. Yeah. Again, I have to, uh, the nerd cred. I have to have the nerd cred on this podcast. That's all. 
I'm very slowly losing my goth cred on this <laughs> podcast. I need to find a goth album to do. Because <laughs> thus far, there's been no goth music whatsoever. Maybe that'll. Maybe I'll do find a goth album that I like um, for my last one instead of doing my my sad girl album. <laughs> I mean, that's also kind of goth. So, what the sad girl? Yeah. Once again, harmful stereotypes. That's why I said kinda. <laughs> I had the I had the qualifier of kinda. <laughs> so speaking of sad, um, this I I like this um this song a lot um for many reasons, but this song is about um alcohol abuse and alcoholism. The song is called Boris the Animal. We yeah. didn't say that. Sorry, I forgot. It's okay. One of these. You've up. had a day. I have. And it's just like, it just like keeps like, I don't know. I mean, the opening line is, I can't be saved. This is really downer cast, isn't it? Why is it always my episodes? <laughs> I need to find something. I don't know. <laughs> you need to find, you need to find something really happy for my last one. We all do Adam Lambert. <laughs> no, because I was listening to Adam Lambert when I was especially sad. So, yes, my brain doesn't work properly. I'm mentally ill. No one was questioning that, Chelsea. I just. <laughs> We'll get into that, but like I love the the pre-chorus and chorus is just it's so good. I do like the electronic breakdown. Mm-hmm. Something that we don't hear anymore. It makes me sad that we don't listen, that we don't hear the electronic breakdowns. They did a good job of ac- accenting them too. It's uh, this is like one of those instances where like I like 
I know I said that I can see where people would find Devin's voice grating, but I really like the way it sounds, like the way his voice sounds when he sings that. Like, I feel like there's a lot of emotion in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zach and Devin's voices complement each other very well. Whenever they sing together, it really, really works. Breakdown. Yeah, this is the more classic metalcore breakdown. Mm-hmm. The chugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the do 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 do. So that that song was um, pretty repetitious. It was basically just the the pre-chorus and the chorus sung over and over again. But they were like really really impactful. It it's um, who who do I answer to when my blood thins out like twine? Always searching for myself at the bottom of a bottle. I won't be hard to find. This is not the path that you were made for. Just take a look around. Just take a look around. Get off the floor. You were meant for so much more. I feel like there was more to that. Hmm. No, there wasn't. It's just that. But still, very impactful. And, like, you know, if you've known or have struggled with alcoholism, like, yourself, um, like or have known anybody or have struggled with it yourself, you know, that, you know, exactly like what those mean. And I know that around this time I was like drinking a lot and partying a lot. Um, so like this, this really like hit home to me at the time because I was probably sad about something. (laughs) I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but I do, I do remember like, hyper focusing on this because I was upset about a situation or something. It just wasn't important enough to remember, thankfully. Um, but like, I definitely at the time hit that, like always searching for myself at the bottom of a bottle. I won't be hard to find, but then like the uplifting part of like, this is not the path that you were made for. Like pretty rad songs. Mm -hmm. I was, I would argue no one is made meant for that path. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I, 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 everyone deserves better. So, <clears throat> but no, it, it is a really great, though. I will say the, the twine line, it doesn't jive with me in my head just because twine is so coarse, but I get what they're going for. Yeah. I, I actually didn't know that that was, um, that line was twine. I think before reading these lyrics, I think it said, I think I thought he said wine. I would have thought that too. I think that's probably what I thought. Like, again, we're at the part of the album that I'm not like super duper familiar with, but listening to that, I probably would have thought thin like wine because I thought that would be a night nice, that, that that would work really really well. Yeah, especially um, with like the next one being the next line after that being searching for myself at the bottom of a bottle. Mm-hmm. Wine, wine is thin. Yeah, I I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea was giving me like a look of approval. Right, I'm like I agree. Yes, <laughs> I do agree. Wine is thin. As a Jew, I know this. Um, but yeah, 
I haven't, I've never had to experience this, mainly because the alcoholism runs heavy in my family, so I was uh, 21 when I drank, so I was like, man, we're not going to risk this, <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, I've known people that that's, that, 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 that that comma that has happened to uh and yeah no one i know who is an alcoholic are happy about it no <laughs> well you you are when you're a teenager yeah but no one thinks of it as alcoholism whenever you're a teenager you're just thinking of it as you're partying yeah but that's still that's usually when it's st- well not usually that's when it starts a lot like mm-hmm. i knew a lot of people that I went to high like high school with like that were even younger than me sometimes that were partying and drinking all the time and they were just like we're having fun like you're having fun five out five out of seven days of the week including school nights I think you have a problem just a little yeah and and they did some of them got better some of them didn't mm-hmm. but that's the that's you know, being in high school. And this came out shortly after I was in high school. So all of those memories were very fresh. And I was also probably partying like I was still in high school, but with adult money and an adult car. <laughs> I like just how authoritative you were. Just yeah. like, I was an adult. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said it like that, but. It's, it's a complete no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whenever I was in high school, I was very judgy of those people. But that was also like a weird, for lack of a better term, like class thing. Because I would, so this is funny enough. I was listening. I was assume the important position. I just think this is kind of funny. Um, So I was listening to Skater Boy. (laughs) Like by by Avril Lavigne. By Avril Lavigne. Uh, the the siren of our generation, Avril Lavigne, uh, and um, the the what she was talking about, like uh, like the contrast between like the, for lack of a better term, preppy girl. Wow, I haven't said that term in a while. Uh, preppy girl for, uh, into the the skater dude, and then you know her life falls apart and everything. That is like such a weird and like, I'm saying this assuming that this is not what it's like in high school anymore, but like, that's like such a time capsule sort of thing because I don't feel like the goths, the jocks and all that are really a thing as much as they used to be like in school. So like for me, the re- the, 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 the thing about like drinking and everything like that was just like, that's with like, that's what the, the kids who beat no one, I, no one beat me up. Luckily I did beat one kid up, but that, that, that's not here or there. Um, <laughs> Uh, he came out as gay later in life. That was not the reason why I beat him up. He was going to get his ass kicked no matter what. He was an asshole. But um, but I, I don't even know why I shared that part after I said, I'm like, why did you say that? <laughs> um, but uh, the, the drinking and all that kind of stuff was the, 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 that was something of the people who made fun of me and bullied me thing. Like, that's what they did. So I didn't, I wouldn't do that. And then later I found out the connection between genetics and alcoholism. I'm like, mm, uh, maybe we should. And like, even now, like, you know, you've seen me drunk quite a few times, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> and, but like, even now I can feel it. Like whenever I was unemployed for a couple months, the uh, alcohol sounded like a good idea quite a few times. So like it, it's, it's in me, uh, but I stopped myself cause I'm conscious of that. So like, mm, yeah, I, I, I get where that's coming from. I'm like, this is a slippery slope. I'm like, I'm like, we'll just have one drink. I'm like, no, Nick, let's not have one drink. Cause this, this could be a bad idea. Um, 
Because there were times I was very sad while I was unemployed because it was very hard to find a job. And there were times where I'm like, maybe I should go back to my old job. I'm like, no, that's a bad idea. Don't do that, Nick. That's an even worse idea. <laughs> that's an even worse idea. Because um, they would have taken me back. Um, but uh, like a like a fucking horror, a toxic ex, they would have taken me back. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I get where it's from. And yeah, I, I, I try to avoid substances for that reason um, in general. I mean, I, I'll, I'll drink. But um, that's my Jewish duty to drink. So <laughs> at least on Purim it is. Um, <laughs> Purim is my favorite. <laughs> um, what's I don't there, know why. What's not there to love? You're supposed to get drunk. You're supposed to get shit-faced for God, and it's uh, Halloween slash Mardi Gras. So, yeah, I, I don't understand why that was your favorite one, <laughs> Chelsea. Um, but, no, I, I get, I, I get the, 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 whole, the whole scene, if you will. Feel like i'm showing my age there again too but <laughs> but yeah no I, I i can relate yeah yeah when i was in high school i was definitely i was i was basically everyone in my school like partied and drank like no matter no matter what class you were like what what click you were in um so i was just in like you know, the alternative clique that drank a lot all the time. Well, every weekend, at least. But I, I, I drew the line at doing it, like, on school nights because I am a baby and I like to sleep. <laughs> so, and, like, it was already hard enough for me to go to school when I wasn't drinking. So... <laughs> Add just, alcohol to the mix. Yeah, and it just, it wouldn't, it didn't work. I did do it, like, every once in a while. Um, but, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't drink at school. But that that kind of mindset of, like, we're just partying for five out of seven days of the, of the week, like, can carry over for years because you get, you get wrapped up in that kind of lifestyle. And then all of a sudden you're, like, you know, 40 years old and you get the shakes when you don't have to drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also I the, don't have a drink. Yeah, I I understood what you meant, um, but uh, no, I um that was also another thing too, where it's like whenever you're young, um, your body is like introducing um, a bunch of different chemicals to your brain, and I really didn't want to introduce that into my brain as well. So, like I said, yeah, I'm I'm a loser, and I didn't start drinking till I was 21. So <laughs> I wouldn't call you a loser. I I would call you responsible because <laughs> even though I drank in high school, did I didn't get anywhere because of it. And I'm not friends with anybody, but well, maybe like a couple people I'm still friends with from that that particular scene in my life. But clearly, like, I, there's like two that I still talk to maybe three from, from the party scene. Like I have a, I have a best friend that I've known since middle school, but she was, she was, and still is the good one. (laughs) So she didn't, she very rarely drank with me and she most definitely didn't come to any of the banging house parties that I went to or died with me in a field. Wait, what? Or, or died with me, died with me in a field from alcohol poisoning. I oh, could... oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, you died? What? No, no, <laughs> Am I alive? <laughs> <laughs> Am I talking to a ghost for all these? <laughs> well, I mean, I am pretty pale. Not that pale. 
I'm like immediately like te- want to text people. I'm like, you hear Chelsea on the episodes too, right? <laughs> this is not a hallucination. It's just not me like talking to myself in long pauses, right? <laughs> no, I got that. I got that from uh, like that meme that it was just like, yeah, I used to tell my parents. I told my parents so many times that I was like staying at a friend's house when actually I was out dying in a field. From alcohol oh, poisoning. Okay, okay, yeah, didn't that's, see that meme. Okay, yeah, that, gotcha. That's where, because I, I lived in a small town that was not exactly rural, but closer to rural than a city. So there was a lot of random field parties that like, we would go to, and I would lie to my dad and tell him that I was staying over my friend's house. Yeah, I didn't really do that. And then, <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> it was not. It was not. I do not recommend. Do not do that. Here's the thing. No kid's going to listen to you. <laughs> no child, no no teenager will ever listen to someone who has been through that. It's one of those things, like, yeah, I mean, maybe I would have. Because I would have been like, see, proof, proof. <laughs> um, but, yeah, teenage years, hormones are a hell of a drug. They are. So is alcohol, for that matter. And then you mix them together and you get... Bad decisions. Yes. <laughs> Lots of bad decisions. You know what is not a bad decision? The next song? Yeah. I'm saying my teenage years <laughs> I spent making skits. So, you know, we live different lives. And now we're here. <clears throat> Variety is the spice of life. Indeed. So now we have Crystal Ball, which I think this was a single, wasn't it? I don't think so. Oh no, I'm getting this confused with Prince. Wow, how did I get icy stars and Prince confused? Jesus I, that's Christ, a, that's that's a very impressive leap. Prince has an album called Crystal Ball. Okay, that's fair. This is not Prince. No. If Prince was still alive, he'd probably hate this music. Just saying. Probably. This is very dubstep heavy. This yeah. Song. And the eight bit. Yeah. This is capital T R A N C E transmetal. <laughs> this is a good follow up to the mm-hmm. last song. I know. I love it. <laughs> Nick was dancing. What passes for dancing in my case at least. You're right, this is a banger. You said the later half of this album has bangers. This is a banger. Yeah, this is one of the ones I was talking about. <laughs> I love this song. It was when I was reading the, um, like the the words or like the the title of it. I was just like, I know I like this song. Why do I like this song? And the, like now I'm listening to it. I'm just like, I 
Ooh, this is like very like '90s dance club inspired, like mm-hmm. like that Euro pop era of of dance music. Electronic breakdown with chugs. Mm-hmm. Electronic breakdown now with chugs. <laughs> This is another good example of like you wanted to play trans metal for someone. Like this is trans metal, everybody. Mm-hmm. There was a was that a bleh? Yes, it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the look on Chelsea's face of excitement, everybody. <clears throat> I tried to get it to come across in my voice. You made me fall in love and left me to die. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one that one hits the hits the hits the hits the spot. Yeah. Yeah. There's like I was like I don't I don't know if you could see my my face. Um I can't remember which one it was, but there was there was a Lyric that I forgot that that's what it said, and I was just like, "Ooh, boy!" I look in the mirror. No, okay. it was because I like that. Line. It was a uh, oh, turn it around on me just to make it seem I've done wrong. You can't just jump into my life as you please. You're the queen of my insanity. Yeah, yeah, especially the you can't just jump into my life as you please. That one, that was the one that made me like raise my eyes, like that that white guy gif that's like uh, blink the blinking white guy gif. Yeah, that was pretty much my face. Yeah, we all have. There's always that one person who tries to jump back into your life. Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you know. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's not even like someone I dated or anything like that. I mean, she was. A friend quotation marks uh she would only uh she would only jump in my she, she would jump in and out of my life whenever she needed something and me like a sap would do so though the last time that happened i thought she like legitimately changed and like so much so that like it was the first time that, like juliana had met her and like i told her all about like what she was like and everything like that and like when she met her initially She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, she totally has changed, you know, that that's great. And then we did a thing together and reverted all back, like, immediately. And I'm just like, wow, what does that say about you? <laughs> Jesus Christ, but yeah. She's just, just got better at hiding it. I guess so. I, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it was, um, yeah, we all have that person that just kind of uses you and just, like, they comp- they compartmentalize you in a bad way. Yeah. Where it's like you're you you're only good for X Y Z sort of thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be another one I need to hug you after we're done. No, it's okay. I'm okay. I thought that touch a little bit of a nerve right now. <laughs> Currently going through that. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, like that that is actually a good segue though into um like when i when i said about like she got better at hiding it mm-hmm. it was a good segue into like this uh the other line that i wanted to the one that like really sticks out to me on this song or initially when i listened to it was um i look in the mirror and a stranger stares on back at me if these walls could talk they wouldn't speak the best of me mm-hmm. and i think that's like that's really deep and profound and yikes. <laughs> yikes. Yikes. Jinkies. <laughs> it's yikes. And, uh, then, and then I like the, I'll wait for you. No goodbyes. I'll see you soon. Uh, you've made me better. And I swear that's something I won't forget. It's a very sweet sentiment. Mm-hmm. This this whole song is kind of like a very much back and forth like sweet fuck you yeah yeah that's why we like it so much yeah. <laughs> it is yeah it's a sweet fuck you <laughs> no no I I really do like the 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 mirror line or just you can scroll oh, yeah I'm pretty, <laughs> much, I'm pretty much done no it was just the the, the I look at the uh, in the mirror and I see a stranger staring back at me that's happened to, to me a couple times in my life that is a bizarre fucking feeling where you look in the mirror and you're just like who the fuck is that it, it luckily it doesn't la- at least okay for me it ha- it didn't last long but there were a couple times where I've looked in the mirror and I'm just like who the fuck are you <laughs> like I, yeah it was it was very very bizarre yeah that that happened to me a lot during the pandemic because mm. like the pandemic made me into like a per- like being on lockdown. Like I completely lost like all of my like coping masking techniques ever. And I was just like this like sad, anxious person. And I was just like, who is this? I had a little bit of confidence before this at least. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so whiny? Why am I, I talking about my feelings on Facebook? <laughs> Which I did a lot during the pandemic. <laughs> It's the next song. <laughs> yes. But Rem- Crystal Ball is a banger. It just very uh, touches on a nerve. It seems to be a reoccurring motif of your episodes. I relate to a lot of the music that I listen to, which is why I listen to it so much. <laughs> I say that with no judgment in my heart. I know, I know you didn't mean any judgment. <laughs> Uh, so this song, uh, we didn't say. It. Whenever I, uh, when I say jump, you say how high is the name of the song? Because I doubt you're following along at home. Be very weird if you were. The, the the later tracks accent Devin's voice better. Mm-hmm. Like, very well. Like, that came, like, him and Zach, like, really worked well together there. Mm-hmm. 
That is very much a sleep talk from Dayseeker vibe there. Wasted away four whole years of my life, and now uh, and you're gone in the into the past. That just immediately made me think of sleep talk. I mean, I do love that song. I too. know you love that song. That's why I brought it up. I figured you could relate. Yeah, you're right. I didn't. I didn't think of it, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like his voice sounds better in these later songs. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe they, they they produce these later, and they're like, "Oh, this is what his voice should sound like." Because like the opening tracks are good, but like this complements his voice so much better. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the music was kind of like working against his voice a little bit in the earlier songs, and this song like it's like it that flows really really well. I'm glad that I'm making you listen to this album after Murder Mitten because <laughs> these are all these they're really good. No, they are. I really like the the ending of that too. The this feeling haunts my mind. Just give it to si- Just give it some time. The sooner you're off my mind, the better. And then, like, I like the way it just like it ends with the very like soft spoken. Basically, the sooner you're off my mind, and it trails off. I think that was like a really nice way to end the song. No, I agree. Yeah, though I have to say, um, I'm very bad at transitioning whenever I'm like, I want to acknowledge what you say, but I don't want to lose my thought. No, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not going to be upset about it at all. And, and listeners, he's not doing it to be rude. Yeah. Um, though, uh, because of earlier conversations in this episode, I thought that line said, my feelings haunt my mind. Not this, uh, this feeling haunts my mind. I think I thought it said my feelings haunt my mind too. Fair. Yeah, after like going through these lyrics, like I've I listened to this ad nauseum when I was as I do. <laughs> this was one of those hyperfixation bands of mine. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm reading over these lyrics and boy, there was a lot of them that I misheard. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. But like that's not necessarily a bad thing. I get like, you know, the basic the basic uh, meaning behind them. Um, I won't regret relieving. I feel like that's supposed to say reliving. That sounds better. I, I won't regret relieving is a little weird. Myself. Of, oh, no, wait, no. I won't regret my uh, regret relieving myself of this feeling. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That maybe we should have kept reading. That yeah, would have been yeah. a good idea. <laughs> That yeah, that would help. At least well, there was solidarity in both of us yeah. doing that. Uh, <laughs> and I won't regret relieving myself of this feeling. Now begins the healing, and it's my time. You were killing. I'm the reason you have changed. A harlot that makes this a broken cliche. If I fall, I give in to you. You'll lie and you'll steal my identity's truth. It's a good line. 
But I do like, I like the, I won't regret relieving myself of this feeling now begins the healing. Mm-hmm. I wish they wouldn't have used the harlot. It was a little slight shamey, but. 2013. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that like, I try to avoid slut shaming as much as possible because it's just like it, it's a bad look in 2020. It 2022. <laughs> Thank 22. you for coming. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with me for this long, everybody. Um, uh, I keep doing that thing too, where like I'll write out 2022. We're almost done, by the way. We're recording this in November, so I gotta shape up or or, uh, or not uh, or else. Or else the, the, the calendar is going to keep going. Regardless, I keep doing this thing whenever I'm typing out 2022 where I write 20022. Like I'm like almost writing it out phonetically. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> yeah, at least I think I, I get I still like, you know, we're into like the 11th month of 2022 and I still go to write 2022 like wrong all the time. I, I think there's just too many twos. Yeah, I, I would go with that. But no, um, this line is very like this. This verse is very great. <sighs> Was it's it's good. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Fuck me up. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh... <laughs> what a wonderful shit show this has been. I don't. Well, it's not quite a shit show. No, it's, I it's think just like it is very chaotic. Though. It is. It's. I mean, and honestly, I've noticed a little bit. I know. I don't think we do this consciously, and this might stop because I'm bringing it to attention. We kind of take on the energy of the album that we're listening to. <laughs> I've noticed that too. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna, if that's gonna stop now. Now that I brought it to our attention, but like, uh, yeah, that the this feels like this album. <laughs> yeah. This feels like this album. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah like the 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 uh i won't regret relieving myself of this feeling now begins a healing like that is that as my wife would say mood uh, <laughs> like that that is how i feel post breakup and again going back to what we said earlier in the episode where it's just like you know oh no i wish them well blah 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 and then three months later you're just like oh fuck fuck them fuck them up the ass like, <laughs> It just, yeah, because it's, uh, it's one of, I don't know if it's a lack of maturity on my part or what, but I can't get over someone until I start hating them. I wish that wasn't the case. It feels really immature, but I can't, like, if I put them up on, like, any kind of, like, pedestal or being nice or anything like that, I won't move on. It just doesn't happen, and I, I, I'm sure it is a lack of maturity on my part. But I guess maybe it's mature that I'm admitting it. But uh, yeah, I, I have to hate the person. I've tried a couple times, and it just didn't work. Well, the exception of my first girlfriend, where we tried to continue to be friends, that was dumb. That was very dumb. I thought I, I tried talking to her like we were friends, and I was just like, oh yeah, I'm trying to date this other girl. That was a bad idea. That was a very bad idea. That's how you create a, a very vengeful, vindictive ex who tries to ruin things for you, and she did. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, bad, bad idea. It was a very bad. She literally went to the girl that I was trying to date and told her. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not surprised. It was bad, everybody. It was real bad. Jokes on her, though. I eventually ended up dating her, but <laughs> <laughs> I prevailed. Um, 
Oh, that sounds bad. Uh, yeah, that was a little. Yeah, that's okay. That was a little cis white head male of me there, but um, it's okay. That is what you are. You're just trying to be better. Yes, trying. Toxic masculinity is a hell of a drug. Uh, drink every single time I say something's a hell of a drug. Everybody, that's part of the <laughs> drinking game. But yeah, no, that 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 feeling. Yeah, I I I don't. I've yet to figure out a way to do it. I've yet to figure out a way to do it without hating the person. I, I, if someone knows a way, let me know. Well, like it matters now, but no, for research purposes, I'm curious if you figured out a way to do it. Otherwise, let me know. But yeah, it might just be a lack of maturity on my part. I don't know if you can relate to that or not, but eh. I can and I can't. Like any relationship that I've ever been in or like situationship, I generally do have to like hate them to get over them um but like based on the like those two situations like i don't know if if i have to hate them to get over them or if i just choose really badly the person that i'm like if i have just a really bad people chooser (laughs) because Because I do, <laughs> so I, I'm man in your head. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not. I'm not quite sure if that is like a me thing, where I have to hate them, or if that's just the kind of people that I am drawn to. Um, but like I've, you know, I've, I've, like, you know, developed romantic feelings for like some friends in the past. It doesn't happen like super often, but it it has happened, and like I have, you know you know, things didn't work out like romantically, but like, I still love them. They were still my friend and I am still friends with a lot of those people that I previously had like little crushes on and I don't hate them. It just, it takes a different kind of work, I guess, in that situation. But also in that situation, I had more of a foundation to build on than, like much more good than bad because you know we were friends fair didn't rip my heart out of my chest that only really happened once i don't know why (laughs) i know you got a little emo there nick (laughs) you're rubbing off on me chelsea (laughs) sorry that's not true i was always like this (laughs) i was gonna say like i don't know how much of that is my fault but i will take a little bit of uh I will take a little bit of blame. You should read my high school poetry. I have no idea where it is, but uh, my high school poetry was pretty, pretty that. Oh, I have, I have some of mine. I found, I found, I've in the various times I've like you know actually looked through boxes of my various moves. I have found some of my high school poetry, and content-wise, not so great. Mm-hmm. Very, very sad. Very sad. It was written very well, though, which is why I kept them. Because, mm-hmm. like, just the way that, like, the the writing of it was good. It's just the, the, the what it says, not so good. Fair. But. So now we're on the last track, which is Who Am I? Yes, we made it to the last track, everybody. <laughs> is that the last track? Oh, it is. Yeah. It's a very short album, I feel like. We didn't make that. I can tell you that much right now. (laughs) 
Yeah. That's really good. Like, they have the way his voice works with the music. of a banger this one was mm-hmm. again it goes it compliments really really well they come like Devin and uh, Zach compliment each other really really well which is very disappointing that he, Zach is no longer in the band well not that the band's together anymore or anything but you get what I'm saying I don't think they're officially broken up because oh, they're on hiatus yeah because like Digital Renegade just turned 10 within like the last year or two in Sumerian Records um, released like a, a merch line for mm-hmm. like the ten year anniversary, and I think they may have done like a show or something. So they're they're not. I'd imagine if the band broke up, that they wouldn't still be trying to sell merch of them. Fair, but I'm also not that sure. But yeah, it, it's especially disappointing that they kicked him out of the band right after this album, where they do sound so great together. Mm-hmm. It's weird that you would listen to this and be like, "We don't want to go in that direction anymore." Like, really, it works. Like, maybe next album, sure, but like right after, feels very weird to me. This breakdown with the really heavy chugs and the the dutes. It's almost if you could synthesize you as a person into a sound. Chugs and synthesizers. It's true. (laughs) I mean that's basically what this whole like what this album and Digital Renegade are. It's just like me as a person. Audibly. Or (laughs) orally. They do a lot more instrumental stuff on the later half of this album. Like, the earlier stuff is, like, kind of just, like, driving through the whole song, and this one they take their time. Mm-hmm. Or the, the later stuff, they, they take their time. Those synths are almost symphonic mm-hmm. at the end. Honestly, I wish they wouldn't have faded out of this so quickly. I think they should have let it sustain a little bit longer. 
Hey, look at me using a music term. (laughs) (coughs) It's like you have a music podcast or something. It doesn't mean I know shit about music. (laughs) It sound good. It sound good. (laughs) Make brain go burr. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I really love the first verse. Um, I find myself doing all the wrong things for all the right reasons. I hear the words you say loud and clear. I just don't give a fuck. I'm living, breathing proof that you can turn off your conscience. I'll show you the worst of me. You have me asking, who am I? When it goes into the chorus, I'm a whole lot different than I look on the outside. But yeah, I I love that. I'm living, breathing proof that you can turn off your conscience. What's that like? I can't fucking do that shit. <laughs> I think that just, I, I take, kind of take that as like, a, like, you got me fucked up and now I'm going to fuck you up kind of thing. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I guess I can do that. Never mind. I yeah. can be a vindictive person. Not so much anymore. But I used to be a real vindictive fucking person. So Yeah, and I, I think when like when this album came out I was trying I was I was very vindictive as a person and I was actively trying to not be. Um and it still pops out every now and then because you can't ever really I I don't really think that you can ever really get over that, especially under like extreme duress. But um I mean, being vindictive is usually a trauma response in some way. Not necessarily, like, hardcore trauma, but some sort of trauma, like, be it verbal or physical abuse. You're you're protecting yourself in some way. So, like, that shit ain't going to go away. Not without, like, a shit ton of therapy in a really long time. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I don't blame you. And it still happens to me, too, because there, there are certain times. Luckily, I surround myself with people that I don't feel the need to do this to, but there are certain people... That is just well. That actually even happened a little bit when we were inviting people to the wedding. I was just like, "Oh fuck, no, we're not. No, we're not inviting that person. Fuck that, no." Um, and that's very low key vindictive. I'm I'm not sure how to conjugate vindictive, but you know what I mean. Very low key. Me being very low key vindictive. I'm just gonna really just force the words around the fact that I don't know how to conjugate that word. Even <laughs> if you can conjugate, I don't even know. But uh, vitriol. Oh, it is vitriol, isn't it? Yeah, got it. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> but yeah. Uh just popped in my head neuro crash neuro pathways crashed together. Uh but yeah, no I I I don't blame you for that shit coming up every once in a while cuz like I said it happens to me as well, so just a trauma response. Yeah. I try to take it like less of like lashing out at someone and then or, and more so just I don't know, living my life, like making, like making it very obvious that I'm happy Uh. (laughs) kind of thing. Like, uh, oh, look at me. I I don't go home and cry myself to sleep every night. I'm having so much fun. Look at all these friends I have. Look at all these cool things I'm doing. Look how hot this outfit looked. (laughs) That kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't. I guess that that is a little vindictive, but it's much better than like trying to ruin someone's life in some way, or yeah. to hurt to hurt them 
Yeah, I mean, and the, the examples that you gave, like, that makes you feel better. And, like, it might make XYZ person feel like shit, but it makes them feel like shit, and that's the, the end of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know... I, Oh, hit my head. My my brain went down a very dark pathway that we're just we're not we're gonna stay at the gate on that one. <laughs> but it's uh, what you what you're doing nothing bad. The examples you gave nothing bad. <laughs> what I'm saying, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's a that's the kind of vitriol that's healthy. Uh, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not like oh, you hurt me, so I'm gonna bring up every insecurity that you've ever told me and throw it back into your face, kind of vindictive. Yeah, that that that's bad. That, that is that yeah. is bad. That would be that would be toxic. Toxic, yes. But you yeah. thought about it, didn't you? Oh yeah, I have those thoughts <laughs> all the time. I was just like, I like as we were trailing off, I like I like replayed your tone in my voice in my head, and I'm just like. Oh, she's thought about that quite a bit, hasn't she? <laughs> yeah, but thinking about it and acting on it is, or thinking about it but not acting on it, that's called growth. <laughs> they can't take your thoughts from you. No. What goes on up here is sacred. No one, no one needs to know what you're thinking. It's fine. Unless you have a podcast, <laughs> and then it just spews out. It's fair. Chelsea's still learning, everybody. You eventually learn how to censor yourself a little bit. But then there's also... See, here's the thing. You learn to censor yourself, but then there's also the part of your brain going, but that's really good podcasting. Say it. Say it. <laughs> well, it also like it also doesn't help that like you're one of like my best friends. So like when we're having a podcast, so a lot of the time I forget that... Well, aside from the fact that I can't see you, when the mic is in my in my face, mm-hmm. I forget that the mic is there, and I'm just been talking to you like how I would talk to you without the mic. So, which is usually when all of the emotion vomit comes those, out. Those on feelings, <laughs> those pesky feelings come out. <laughs> I do want to bring up now that we finished the album. Uh, the album that you originally had in mind, you didn't want to do because feels. This was pretty still feelsy. I just want to bring that up, just make you aware of it. I'm not judging. It's completely fine. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're aware that you didn't really dodge a bullet and more or less grazed you as opposed to fully dodged. You're still bleeding a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm still bleeding a little bit, but that. That particular album that I was talking about doing is this is kind of like angry, fuck you, sad feelings Mm -hmm. with like a little bit of like growth and hope in that's like thrown in there. That other album is just pain, just pain, pure pain. And it's like it's it's an album that I listened to when I was like, you know, 15, 16, 16, 17 years old. So there was like there's like lots of uh underlying teenage feels with it too and the lyrics for that album are just are way sadder than this way sadder i can't wait (laughs) i can't wait till you do that it's gonna be a fun fucking episode i was gonna say maybe i should drink for that one but absolutely not because that's when the feelings really come out I can I'll always like, push pause, just I'll be, saying. I'll be like naming names and being like, fuck you, you've ruined my life. 
afterwards, I'm going to do so much editing. Like, normally, I don't do shit on... Uh, I don't normally have to edit very much on our podcast just because, like, the, the, the nature of it that we have music. So, like, if I edit something, you're going to hear it because I'm very big on, like, making sure you never know if something's edited, uh, at least audio, and, until... Uh, okay, that lasts for about 10 minutes, and then if I can't figure it after 10 minutes, I'm like, it's free! So... Uh, <laughs> frustration kicks in but uh that one i'm probably gonna have to put uh go 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 into my sound library and get my little sensor beep and just (laughs) go through (laughs) only if i was drinking when i when i did it i i can i can i can keep my feelings to myself when i'm when i'm sober for the most part at least like the extra feely ones Feelings. Yeah, I mean, I'll 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 send you I'll send you one of the songs off of that album just so you can like see what I mean. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I've posted I've posted a song from it before, but I'm tangentially familiar with the band. Um, but yeah, if you want to send it to me, if nothing else, you and I will have a good exchange over it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now that we've finished uh, New Demons, thoughts. It's a fucking banger. <laughs> like, seriously. I mean, it's it starts off a little slow. Like, the first two songs... Well, I'm, I'm not going to count the initializing sequence as a song. But, like, the first two songs are just kind of like, eh, these are okay. But, like, I really think that, like, after New Demons, like, it just... It goes, like, uphill from there. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just keeps building. And it's... And, yeah, I, I really like this. Like so so many aspects of this album that I love. Like the like I said before, the the heavy vocals, the whiny emo vocals for lack of a better word, and like mm. the electronic music on top of like really awesome lyrics too. And then they're all like smushed together and composed so well. This album is a fucking banger. It is. I have to say, it is. Like, like I said, I earlier, I, I stopped listening after Murderman, and it's not because I was just like, "Ooh, I don't like these songs." Like, literally, what ended up happening is whenever I first listened to this album, because I actually own this album, I own it digitally. This is one of the few last albums that I, I actually bought. Um, but uh, usually, I would get to my destination. By the time I got to Murder Mitten, because I would listen to it in the car or something like that, and then I, on the way back, I usually wanted to listen to something else, and that just kept happening over and over again. But no, like the the later tracks, like Devin's voice is, um, as the kids say, on fire. Um, <laughs> kids don't say that anymore. I'm very out of touch. Um, but yeah, no, it it is really great, and like lyrically, yeah, there's a lot going on there that I I really do like. Um, it's a as as you said, it's a banger. Yeah, I really enjoy it. And I, it honestly, though, it makes me miss trans metal even more. Like, I I liked Asking Alexandria a lot. Um, but, like, those two trans metal albums that I see stars put out were, like, to me, like, the, the epitome of, like, everything that I loved about trans metal. And, yeah, I listened to them ad nauseum. Both of them. And, and it, it was like just those two albums too. Um, because I think at the time, um, at the time this came out, yeah, this was their fourth album mm-hmm. and I wasn't, I tried listening to some of like their, like the earlier two albums that they just didn't vibe with me the same way. And I think it, it may have even been like just where I was in my life. Cause you know, always liking 
emo and and metal music and then getting into electronic music around that time and just having a band presented to me that had all of it it's just like yeah (laughs) this is what's up fair yeah no it is a good album uh I was I didn't know what to expect with this. Whenever you're like we're doing I see stars, I'm like this is gonna be an interesting episode. And I was right. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> like I said, I, I'm very curious if th- it will continue. Uh, if we take on uh, the the vibe of the album, but we, we definitely have in the past. We've definitely listening back to those episodes. We definitely have taken on the vibe of the album that we're listening to, which is kind of awesome to be 100 percent honest with you. But I hope I didn't ruin it by bringing it to our attention. So. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's kind of hard not to like especially since like we're we're both so focused on, you know, the music itself that and the way we both listen to music that just happens in general when we're focused on music. So I can see it happening still, but I could also be jinxing us. But I don't think so. Not on wood. <laughs> Uh, so any closing thoughts? Um, I, if anyone knows if Zach Johnson has a new <laughs> band, I would really like to listen to them because <laughs> I really, I, I, I love, I love his vocals on this and I would like to hear more of them because they can, can hear Devin still, but I want to know about Zach and I'm, I'm, I am really sad that they kicked him out of the band after this Mm because this i I really think that this is a masterpiece and part of me wonders if maybe they knew they made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) and that's why they're not a band anymore or a functioning band Mm -hmm. because yeah they kind of shot themselves in the foot with that yeah i uh, I, i've talked about it i always hate whenever bands like they don't realize what they have and then they like ruin that really unique dynamic. Like I last week, I talked about Def Haven as a good example of that. I'm just like, what are you guys doing? And I would say Icy Stars is probably in there too because it's like Zach and um, <clears throat> Devin's vocals really, really complement each other really, really well. And you have that advantage of like you're not putting all everything on one list, um, one singer, and so you you can be really dynamic with it. And then eh, you're gonna like that. Um, have you ever heard Bloodstained Child? Mm-mm. No, I haven't. <clears throat> so they're a Japanese trance metal band that uh, had Beauty and Beast vocals, and then they got rid of their female singer. And it's like, well, this is boring. <laughs> you just got rid of what made you unique. Yeah. And but- I think I think that's what, like, not that, like, you know, they're, like, super unique in that regard, but this was... They had it. They did have like a unique dynamic and a, de- a a unique sound between the two of them, and I feel like that made them great. Mm-hmm. No, it did very much. And like I said before, I see stars. Great name for a trans metal band. Mm-hmm. And now they're not a trans metal band anymore, or just a band in general. I really need to look that up <laughs> to see if like. Whoops. Let's see if, like, let's just check Spotify and see if they came out with anything. I feel um, like they may have come out with a single. They might have came out with, like, a COVID single. It seems like it would be appropriate for a band on hiatus because they're just like, I love you, man. world's going to end. Let's get back together and make music. <laughs> um, 
They made an acoustic version of Treehouse. Because when I think I see stars, I think acoustic. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the last thing that they did as a band was in 2016. Oh, well. Or no, 2018 was when they did the Treehouse acoustic album. Oh, there's a remix album of New Demons. Those are never as good. Yeah, especially when especially when um the the regular album is so good. I always find that like remix albums always seem to miss the essence of the original song and fuck it up. There's very few songs that I've heard remixes to where I'm just like, oh, you got like the original song. Like Clown did a, a remix of uh, Welcome Home, which is really good. Because he seemed to understand the essence of the song, and he kept the essence of that song. Um, there's all uh, Glitch Mob also did a really good uh, um, uh, uh, remix of Feathers, um, <clears throat> which it also kind of kept like the essence of the song. But generally speaking, no, I do not think that they they do that. I've heard some really good remixes, and I've heard some really terrible ones. Like, Asking Alexandria did their, um, the Stepped Up and Scratched mm-hmm. remix album, and that was really good. But I was also really, really into electronic music that time. So I, my, I, my, my taste might have been tainted. Um, so, yeah, it's hit and miss. I've heard some really good ones that I've heard some really crappy ones, but I will generally listen to it just on the off chance that it's really good. But yeah, I don't I don't think they they didn't do anything um during COVID, but Devin is featured on a cover of a song called Someone You Loved by Our Last Night, I believe. Oh, I know them. I, they have a song I really like, which is, um, no, wait, that's Outline in Color. Never mind. I do know Our Last Night, but I was thinking about Outline in Color, so never mind. Yeah, it's um, it's Our Last Night, sorry, it's it's Our Last Night, Icy Stars, The Word Alive, and Ashland that did the cover of Someone You Loved. And I actually forgot about that song. I really love that song, but it is very sad. But I'm going to go home and listen to it. <laughs> because that's just the kind of person I am. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad that you, that I made you listen to the rest of the album. Because <laughs> I, I feel like it really kicks up a notch after Murder Mitten. I don't blame you though, because... I have a tendency when I am listening to that this album, even though I know the other songs that I like, I love Lo- New Demons and Murder Mitten so much that I'll like get to um, the, whatever the song was after Murder Mitten and be like, yeah, I can just go back and mm-hmm. re-listen to New Demons again and then re-listen to Murder Mitten and then in- initiate loop mm-hmm. sequence. <laughs> Fair. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm I'm glad you picked it. Uh, it. It was it was a it, it was fun. It was definitely fun. Is that what you call it? No, I I, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to listen back to this episode and be like, yeah, that was fun, and that really was. It is what this podcast has become. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm I am having fun. I just had to I had to poke fun about all of the deep shit that we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> It's not going to get any better, everybody. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. And it's Probably. all downhill from here. <laughs> Ooh, newfound glory. <laughs> well, so, uh, 
<laughs> next week, uh, we are listening to something completely different and probably the most fun album that we are going to listen to all season. And probably um, the one there is a chance that we will be drinking during this album. Uh, we've talked about uh, talked about uh, making an arrangement because uh, this is the this is the safest album that we're going to be doing this year for Chelsea to be drinking on mic, uh, and we're going to be doing Creature Features uh, debut album uh, Greatest Show Unearthed. Uh, if you're not familiar with Creature Feature, we are talking about the new Creature Feature. There was a band in the early '90s called Creature Feature, which I found out whenever I was searching for them. Um, but uh, this is the newer Creature Feature. That's the the duo from Los Angeles. Um, and they sound like Halloween. Uh, there's no, I actually was kicking myself because the week before Halloween, I realized we should have just done this as a bonus episode for Halloween. Uh, but I realized it, like I said before the week before Halloween, I was like, there's no way I can get Chelsea over here in time for us to do this. So, um, we might be drinking for that episode. I think we should be drinking for that episode. (laughs) I'm down for that. So, um. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, that band, uh, it is the only band uh, that I really, really like because they are one of my favorite bands that they found me. They found me on MySpace and they've reached out to me based off of the aesthetic of my MySpace. They're like, we think that we, you, you would like us. And I'm like, you're right, Curtis RX. I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen them twice. I've seen them both times whenever the, both, the, both times that they've been in Pittsburgh, I've seen them. Uh, I saw them with, uh, whenever they opened for birthday mass. Mm, so I was, pr- I was actually probably at that show. Uh, birthday mask and schoolyard heroes. Maybe not. Okay, but I I can't remember. I've seen the birthday massacre a lot. Mm-hmm. I've seen them probably more than any other band that I've seen. Well, except maybe Ice Nine Kills, but they 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 were. The birthday massacre was spread out over several years, and they come to Pittsburgh really often. Yeah, they, they come here really often. Uh, uh, but I haven't seen them since then. But yeah, no, um, Creature Feature is, um, they're a lot of fun. Uh, I played a little bit of them before like our first episode for Chelsea, and her her face lit up like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> so um, it should be a lot of fun. It is not a deep album. There's <laughs> nothing deep about Creature Feature. That is one of the reasons why I do like them. So that's the reason why I'm like, we should be drinking during that episode. So um, it should be a lot of fun. But yeah, next week is Creature Features, The Greatest Show on Earth, which they actually... Their latest album is uh, a sequel to that, which is The Greatest Show on Earth Returns. Oh, nice. I was actually just going to ask if they were still, like, together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're still... They have four albums? Yes. uh, Greatest Show on Earth, It Was a Dark and Stormy Night, American Gothic, and Greatest Show on Earth Returns. So, yeah, Dark and Stormy Night is... It's apt. It has one of my favorites... um, songs on, we're not like obviously we're not listening to that but uh it has one of my favorite uh creature feature songs on it called uh grave 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 robber at large <laughs> and the uh the the chorus line is uh, death is my business and business is good oh. that really remind that reminds me of repo the genetic opera i'm pretty sure they're fans i'm pretty I, sure they're fans I wouldn't be surprised they sound that sounds like right up their alley just mm-hmm. based on what you've told me so uh that's next week and I am your host, Nick Casino. And I am your host, Chelsea Andrews. And we are reminding you that there is no wrong way to listen to music. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Modern Mythos Network.